What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. She didn't do it this time. And this is the Nerdy, the Wordy, the Book Club. That is right. Wait, still no sound? How is that possible? I definitely have sound. There it is. Welcome back to the Nerdy, the Wordy, the Book Club, everybody. My name's Nerdy. I'm currently alone for no particular reason. Welcome to the full book recap for Winter's Heart, a novel by Robert Jordan in the world of the Wheel of Time. We finished nine books. We did it. Book number nine. Look at this glorious Aquaman chair. Ain't she a beaut? Ain't she a beauty of a chair? You never get to see the this finely stitched logo here. Blue, thank you so much for five gifted memberships. Blue, you are a mad lad as always, and I uh, appreciate you. Thank you for that. Uh, Y'all, before we get started today, there's so many things that we need to talk about. Lots of big stuff, like the fact that I have a co-host. The Clarooster has arrived, looking purdy. Thanks. Hi. Looking like purdy as always. Look at look at us. You're so fancy, and I'm wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah, wait, the it's the um. This is us. This is us in a nutshell. It's the the fang and the flame. What? Of Tarvalon and the dragon fang and. The... What? <laughs> oh, the dragon fang and the flame the of Tarvalon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are the yin and the yang. We are Aes Sedai. Well, by Sedai, but. Uh, Coming soon to the store. Before we get into everything today, there's so much to talk about. For instance, uh, let's raise a glass. I know Clarice is mid-chug, but let's raise a glass to the Nerdy Wordy Book Club hitting one year today. Cheers. A whole year of this nonsense, this chicanery, I think. I don't know. I I shouldn't use that word. I don't know what that word means. I don't know what that word means either. Does anyone know what chicanery means? Is it even a real word? Yeah. C-H-I-C-A-N-E-R-Y, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a word. If you say or so. Or I'm dyslexic and I made it up. You know what? That also could be fair. So I I don't... I, <laughs> I actually don't know how to answer that. Happy birthday to the book club. Happy birthday to the book club. Happy half a million views and downloads to the book club. Yeah. Y'all are mad lads <clears throat> listening mm-hmm. to the show. I It's crazy. I, I never thought I would have a podcast with half a million downloads and listens and views. But we do. And that's weird. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, though. Not not because, like, we're amazing or anything, but because, uh, uh, truthfully, we have, throughout this incredible year of book club, uh, been so fortunate to be recognized and, like, pulled aside by so many people at conventions in so many different places. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Calgary, uh, Atlanta, L.A. Uh, we, we've ran into people who are like, Nerdy, Clarus, oh my god, I, I love the book club. Yeah. And... That is only possible because of the reach of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just want to say to those people that we have met and those we have not, uh, thank you so much for watching this. Thank you so much for being a part of the community as we get through this series of books and as we head into a book that, that I'm incredibly nervous well, about. Well beloved by everybody, right? I cannot wait to read everybody's favorite Wheel of Time novel, Yeah. Crossroads of Twilight. Every, everyone's favorite, right? Right? Skullduggery is worse than chicanery. Okay. 
Well, there's a lot of skullduggery around here, so uh, there's in our tamer moments, we're definitely got some yes. chicanery going on. Uh, Dirt Burb, thank you for joining the Nargs of the Welcome. Nerd Table. Welcome to the Nerd um, Table. Let's go. I hope go. that you can find a seat, but it's a little bit cramped at the moment. <laughs> um, our house doesn't fit uh, everyone, so. That's that's our own fault. We we should have got a bigger place. Um, the Yeah, so everyone, truly, truly thank you for an incredible year. Uh, mm -hmm. We did finish nine books. It is crazy to think that on the two-year anniversary of Book Club, we will be done the Wheel of Time. Unless, like, we, we get to Memory Unless... of Light and we do, like, one chapter a week. <laughs> Oh, for the final? Yeah, 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 yeah perhaps. Because I, I think the final battle is going to be its own. I know there's a nine-hour chapter. Yes. And I think that, on Audible, if you listen to the audiobook, there's a chapter that's nine hours long. That chapter, I believe, will be a, a solo episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Derp Burb, thank you for gifting ten memberships. Holy crap, Derp Burb. Let's go. Happy anniversary to Book Club. Happy anniversary, everybody. Thank you. Um. So, everyone, seriously, if, uh, if you've seen us in person, uh, thanks so much. If you've seen us online, thank you. The mm -hmm. Book Club is the best part of our week. And we are so excited to get into this, the full book recap of Winter's Heart. Before we do that, though, we are going to uh, bring up um, Audible. Uh, but uh, we are going to be saying uh, we're, we're not going to be uh, supporting Audible anymore. Actually, that reminds me of something. Um... Oh, you got, you got to take it out of the title. Yeah, uh, y'all, not 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 supporting. We are just um, th there's a lot going on in the audiobook space right now. There's some really important conversations going on about the place of Audible and uh, the cut that they are giving, particularly to indie creators. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've been around the Nerdy Nightly for any amount of time, you know that we uh, we love indie. Creators. We are huge supporters of indie authors, indie video game developers, all of those people. Mm -hmm. And we want to support an ecosystem that benefits those people the most. Mm -hmm. uh, we, like so many, uh, look, when we signed up with Audible, I did not know the realities of audiobook production and no, selling. that's that, that that's not something that that we are intimately familiar with mm -hmm. um and so you know i think it's really important that someone like yeah. brandon, sanderson, brandon sanderson is able to like uh let people know what's going on w with these things w that like you know n normal people wouldn't have any idea of how it was structured or yeah. that kind of thing because those 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 things can be very very complicated um and so i think it's important to shed light on it and i think it's important to listen uh, yeah. <laughs> uh audibly uh bobsy thank you so much for joining the nargs uh welcome thank to you the bobsy table. welcome um and so we just believe um we believe that as creators as artists uh people who've worked in the entertainment industry our whole life mm -hmm. uh as I, i'm a member of three different acting unions uh i believe in the creators and i believe in the people behind the work uh not necessarily always the people selling it uh and so we're just not going to be taking that uh yeah. sponsorship anymore because we want to, I, I'm I'm really grateful for Brendan Sanderson for bringing this to light, mm -hmm. uh, and we wanted to talk about it now because uh, the cut is just, it's it's absurd. Uh, a forty percent cut for an audiobook if you're exclusive, and twenty five percent if you're not exclusive to Audible is highway robbery. It is, frankly, I I'm, I'm I've kind of been upset about it for a couple of days. Uh, and I I did not realize that that was the reality behind this situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm not comfortable promoting it. So I yeah. this isn't me saying like Audible's the worst or terrible or that the people there are bad. It is just me saying that I cannot promote it as long as that is the practice of the uh, company involved. Yep, for sure. And guys, this ad space right here is very valuable because we're hilarious. Yeah. Audible got some really, really good 
<laughs> advertisement for for a very very cheap. So you know what? We're gonna find something better. The the first one is still the best one though. Like listening to Dead Trees, that was still the like. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the chef's kiss of our audible. I don't know the whole like listening to books because. Because your mom never read two stories. <laughs> that one was funny. That, that, that was awful. <laughs> I feel like I was really good at promoting Audible. Yeah. I just wish Audible paid their authors more. That would be nice. Topher, thank you so much for the super chat. Topher, thank you so much. Here's the thing. Here And, and, and this is a reality of the world that I want to bring up. If we do not pay our authors, we will get worse stories. And as someone who loves to read, as someone who loves to... I, I love the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I hope Robert Jordan made buco bucks for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want to I want to support places that make that more possible. And um, yeah, we're probably going to talk about this more in the future. But I think we've taken up enough time at the beginning of the show. Yeah. It is time to get into the full book recap of Winter's Heart. And so I got to start this today. Day. Clarus, a beautiful cover. They chose a wonderful black for it for this. Um, I gotta ask you, how are you feeling about A Winter's Heart now that we're a week away from it? Um, I, <laughs> with all of the holiday craziness, I meant to reread that last chapter again. And unfortunately, it did not, uh, was not able to. And, um, I have regrets because that last chapter feels like the entire book. Does that make sense? Like, it feels like... Everything that happened in here is kind mm, of like, yeah. yeah, okay, that happened, but, but, that last chapter, though, you know what I mean? I do, yeah, no, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. Like, the the high high of this really, really stands out, um, and so, it, yeah, it, it, it's weird to me, because whenever I think of Winter's Heart, I am going to think of that battle. Yeah, I, I think that I also, uh, there's an, oh, uh, uh. Kyle Franson, thank you. Oh, uh, Topher, thank you for that super chat. Yes. So thank you for your integrity. And uh, Kyle Franson, thank you for your super chat. No more morning oral. Uh, no, we'll just At give each other a camera. different kind of morning oral. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, we Go went. over to a different website for that. Um, that is not on any website. I just want to be very clear in case people <laughs> go looking for that. Should I start an OnlyFans where I just like read a chapter of a random book in the morning and I call it morning oral? OnlyFans.com slash morning oral, but it's A-U-R-A-L. But like a random book? Like not even in order? Oh yeah, no, no. Every every day it's a completely different novel. Just like randomly picked from the many, many books that we own. Like a random chapter from a, a random, random chapter novel. from a random book. Wow. That sounds Awful, but also hilarious. And it's just like me in my like comfy leather chair, like reading. You have a nice voice. People might pay for that. But I like put on like my sexy lower voice for it. I'm like, ooh. With some saxophone in the back. Oh, that just crosses up highly. I can't open that. Yeah, don't open that. Oh my god. (laughs) Nearly spoiled himself. Um (laughs) Oh wow. That would actually be hilarious. Um, um, Blue, uh, Blue and C. Sarmi are talking about it, uh, uh, about Daniel Green's newest video. I have seen that. It is an excellent video. Uh, I highly recommend. If you want to know more about the Audible situation, go check out Daniel Green's video. He does a much better job and is much more knowledgeable about that stuff than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that video is part of the reason, along with Brandon Sanderson's um, post, that uh, we've made this decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, though, about Winter's Heart really does kind of feel like it builds to a moment that is so good that you're all that you kind of wipe away the stuff about the book that maybe it has a kind of weird beginning, right? Um, and yeah. I think that our criticisms of the first half of the book are fair, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, the 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 high highs of the second half, 
from uh, I really like Matt's Escape. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, I, I, I really agree. like Matt's Escape. Um, I love him freeing the Windfinder uh, and leaving her to free her sisters and cause destruction in Eberdar and get revenge. Yeah, like there, there's a lot in this book that I love. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in this book I don't like. Right. Um, this is also the prologue with the first sister ceremony, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, this book has a great prologue. Yeah. Yeah, um, the yeah, Min yeah. and Rand stuff in Kyrian, mm-hmm. in the library, uh, th- th- there's great stuff peppered throughout this book. Mm-hmm. And some of it is some of the best Wheel of Time, right? Mm-hmm. This, this, like, and it's interesting that this book fell into the slog for people because what I felt sloggy about A Path of Daggers, mm-hmm. I didn't feel, after the first six chapters, <laughs> Like, the only slog I really felt in this book was the parent stuff. I honestly think it's because it's easier to be like, yeah, book 7 to 10, as opposed to book 7, 8, and 10. You know what I mean? Like, But it's not even... <laughs> like, 7 was kind of... 7, like... Some people consider that. 7 had, like... It had me a little concerned we were going to get sloggy. Mm-hmm. 8 was sloggy. And then 9 started sloggy, but then very much isn't for most of the book. Yeah, I have a feeling for us it's going to be book eight and potentially book ten just from the way that people talked about it, but yeah. I, I'm not going to like put biases on it already. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, it is it is going to be a different experience. And that was what we had talked about so much. It was like, I don't think we're going to experience the slog the same way that you guys did. And, and I still do believe that that's true. I, I think it is going to be different. I love Monkey wants me to read The Wheel of Time as Ron Burgundy. Please. Also, Monkey would like a shirt that says, I survived modding the Nerdy Woody Book Club. So we, we can definitely you. make that happen for you. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, all we'll, right. This we'll get is, you all matching ones. Um, Winter's Heart Chapter 11 as read by Ron Burgundy. Monkey, this is your fault. Without even taking a look, Rand stepped through the gateway into a large, dark room. The strain of holding the weave of... Fighting side din made him sway. He wanted to gag, to double over and spew up everything in him. I'll be inside of him later. Holding himself upright was an effort. A little light crept through the cracks between the shutters on a few small windows set high in one wall. I hate this. That was like... What was... Did you throw in the line about... In, oh, yeah, in, yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. I was like, why did this suddenly go very erotic? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what? A yeah. lot of people would, would absolutely love to start their morning with Ron that. Burgundy is from a different time, and he is uh, a sexually inappropriate man. That is correct. Yeah. Yes. That's why the nerdy... Ner- the, mm, that's why the Nerdy Nightly as a corporation does not have HR. We are HR, we are which HR. Is, is just bad, bad for everybody. We will we will have HR when we have employees. Uh, we just don't currently have employees, so what you know, it's just a married couple. Well, yeah. It would be really funny though if HR was like, "You guys have to stop having sex," and we'd be like, "So about that?" But, but we're but we're married. I know we work together, this but we are married. This is why we don't have HR because we don't want anyone to tell us that. Yeah, we don't need we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that negativity in our lives. Um, uh, Eric Wood says that is teetering on Zat Brannigan. You're not wrong. I don't know who that is. Um, you know what? Fair. Look, I don't have a perfect Ron... Uh, you pull a perfect Ron Burgundy out of your ass at 11.30 after you flew all day the day before. Guys, if you want to see the fucked. best Ron Burgundy, you gotta go back and find the morning show where David dressed up as Ron Burgundy and did the whole dressed show. Up. Ron Burgundy came... Sorry, where Ron Burgundy show. showed up to do the morning show. I don't know where that video is, somewhere in the past... But goddamn. It's, it's on the YouTube channel. It's it's where all the other 
videos are because they're all in the same place. Good luck. That's all I'm saying. Good luck. That was a really tough hour of my life. I'm not going to lie. I'm um, not surprised. <laughs> not surprised at all. Oh, man. Do I not have Discord on my iPad? Were you going to read we... the questions off Discord? Yeah. Well, because that's where they are. We yeah. have to read them off Discord. No, no, but I thought you had... Well, that's fun. Have we Just... done this multiple times? And I've been like, oh, I don't have Discord on my iPad. I'll read them somewhere else. I feel like we might have done this Yeah, multiple I think times. it might have been just always on your phone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, y'all. Well, do did, we not have Discord on the computer? Did you have anything to add? Oh, my God. I'm blind. No. It's right there. Did you have anything to add about, like, the, your overall thoughts of this book? I feel like we kind of touched on it, but just in case there was anything else. Um, no. I, I agree with you. Like, I think that the high highs, I, I mentioned the math thing. Like, there's such high highs. The prologue is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then it gets just a little bit, like, kind of meandery again. Yeah. And then what, but here's the thing. I think that, and I, I, here's what I think. I think that when Robert Jordan is focused on what he is writing and when the story is like concentrated and moving ahead, I don't think anybody writes better than Robert Jordan. You know what I mean? Like in, in fantasy. Okay, yeah. Like I went, when it, when it is concise, he is the best. Mm -hmm. When it isn't concise and when it gets kind of like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It falls apart really fast, and he overwrites description to the point where when it doesn't feel very focused... It's fillery. And it's not very good. Yeah. It is It is fillery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's fillery, and it's long. Yeah. Like, filler can be fine when it's, when it's kind of like... When you can get through it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But when you read 200 straight pages of filler, and probably... 50 of those pages are just descriptions of clothing or food or, or, or hallways or whatnot. Yeah. That that can be really draining. Like, yeah. sometimes I find Robert Jordan tiring to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. So, but, but the more, like, Winter's Heart is such a great example of this where it is so worth it to get through that stuff, to get through that kind of, like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Because you get to the final chapter of this book yeah. and you're like, oh, this is one of the greatest things I've ever read. This, I've ever read in my life. Like this yeah. is one of the coolest magic battles I've ever like had read to me because, you know, we listened to it. Yes. And so it's really hard to complain about the bad of Jordan because the good of his writing is so, so, so good mm -hmm. that it lives up there. There's a reason why this series is as prolific as it is. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, William Reese, thank you so much for that super chat. A large part of the slog was the two-year wait between books. Fair. 100%. And that's why I don't think our slog experience will be the same as a lot of yours. Um, because um, we don't have that wait. Arzu Kashefapur um, has a really interesting super chat here. Thank you for that. Uh, it doesn't feel as soggy to you because you guys actually like Elaine's plot. So many people in the fandom don't, so the book feels soggy to them. That is really surprising to me. I think Elaine is fascinating. And it's not just because, like, redheads are my whole jam. Um, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I actually liked a lot of what Elaine did in this book. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, and we've talked about this in Andor, right? Like, mm -hmm. Andor is not a show that is for everybody, even though it is brilliant, right? The the kind of um, inner working, politicking, um, slow burn um, a lot of people don't find that interesting. That's not their form of entertainment, and that's cool. And I think that a lot of Elaine stuff is more of the uh, underpinnings of what keeps like uh, of of how these people run their kingdoms and. 
for a lot of people, that's not why they read fantasy. And, like, that's that's cool. And I totally acknowledge that. But yeah. I think for us, we both find that kind of thing fun to read. I don't know. I, I do. I, I don't like know. I, I think that part of it is that we both love the characters of Elaine and Avienda. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I just... Elaine riding into the Shinar and the, the Borderlanders camp. Yeah. And everything she did there, I just found that really cool. I, I And honestly, like... The, the way that the cliffhanger was set for Elaine's plot yeah. was really good, right? Like, I'm excited for the siege. I'm excited to see how Elaine, as, like, a general and, like, as a wartime queen, what she does to protect the people of Andor. Yeah. And so, like, I'm the setup for that is interesting to me as well. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't mind Elaine's plot. I I I, I like the first sister ceremony a lot, but this this I don't know if this is controversial, but like I think that mm. the worst part of this book is the parent stuff. Um, Ulbelk says if you didn't have the slow spots, the epic moments wouldn't be as amazing. Like the TV show, the amazing moments are very hollow and hollow in the story. I don't agree with that. I think that you can yeah. have slow. I think that you can have build up without having. Things, without it being boring. Yeah. 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 And, for and sure. without it, I think it's that a you tough can line. Build up to big moments in a way that makes it feel like you're always building towards something. Yes. As opposed to the stalling wandering. is yeah yeah. We we talked about especially last book. There was a mm-hmm. bit of stalling, a little bit of meandering. Yeah. Not every chapter can be like the most can be like a banger battle. You know what I mean? I I, I definitely agree with you there. But I think that there is a way to do it with the less exciting chapters that still makes it feel like it's momentum towards a thing. Yeah. And sometimes it gets lost a, a, a little bit. But, but we, yeah, we have some questions yeah. to get into. Yeah, we do. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day. We do. Uh, all <laughs> we're right. very bad. Guys, remember when we were like, yeah, book club, two hours. Remember when we said book club was going to be an hour every week? Yeah, that, that never happened, That was the goal happened, the first week. Though? That was the goal of the first book club. I, I know it was And I think it was goal. like an hour and 40 minutes. And we were like, oh my God, there's so much to talk about. And this is going so long. But that's what I mean. Like, we never hit the one hour. Yeah. Um. All right. See, Sarmi gets the first question in the Discord today. Uh, y'all, if you're not a member of the Discord, uh, join. So that for the next one of these full book recaps, you can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, see, Sarmi says, what would you like to see the most in Crossroads of Twilight? What would you like to see the most? Yeah. Egwene. I missed yeah. I missed Egwene in uh in uh, she's in the two Teleron Riyadh scenes, but I, I missed her. But she's not like really active in this previous book. I think it was really rude to leave that last chapter. I, I know I keep bringing this up, but the last chapter of the previous book where it's like, ah oh, yes, the siege of the White Tower, that definitely happened and people had stories about it. And it doesn't come up in this book yeah. hardly at all. Um I think that that's really what I would like to see in this next book. I would also like for the parent fail Masima stuff to get resolved. <laughs> um, I, like, yes. I want the Shido gone. I want Perrin back with Rand. Like, I, I need, yeah, I, I, I need that to kind of. Or for it to just happen off screen. The, I, there is no plot I've ever been like, I've ever been more happy to see not happen on screen. Like, I really hope that the first chapter of Crossroads of Twilight. Perrin wiped out the Shido <laughs> and him and Fael <laughs> no, rode no, back. Per- like, no, give me the battle. Like, Perrin, sure. uh, the, the wheel of time weaves, blah, 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 whatever the start is. Mm. And then, and in the country of Amadicia, a thousand horsemen rode into battle, and the first chapter just explains the end of it, and we move on. You know what? I actually think that um, something that would be really interesting to read in these books mm-hmm. is have a beginning that starts off 
like in the midst of the craziness. Like if you imagine yeah. like the episode like the Battle of the Bastards or whatever. Yeah. And you start off in the middle of like Perrin or somebody like hacking through people like 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 have this like crazy like start to a book. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be very different. <laughs> Than how any of them have started before, and I, I don't think you we're gonna get that, but it would be fun. You don't like Perrin rode through town on his left, 300 meters to the west. There were 16 wolves, one was gray, one was black, one was a slightly darker shade of gray. The fur of the fourth wolf was shaggy in places, <laughs> but was patchy in places, indicating that that wolf was older than the next wolf, who was clearly that. the youngest wolf in the pack, and there was a little brown mutt with a black. A circle around his eye. And then this an wolf had heterochromia. How, and then an explanation of how each wolf got their name, but how that name doesn't actually have an exact translation to English. It's just kind of like a feeling that you kind of think that you maybe feel through them. Yes. MD Neil yes. 79, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> thank you for the super they, chat. They say, want to see more Cat Swain in the next book? That's one of us. I, I I do. You said she did some shit at the end of last She did book. some shit. Look, she's, she's on the path to me liking her, but she's mm-hmm. not there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Elbino's right. We do need to describe the wolves' boobs. You, yes. The wolves all had vo- six voluptuous titties uh, that they folded their forearms underneath in interlocking positions. I don't really like that. Um. Wh- yeah. What do you want to see most in Crossroads of Twilight? I said it more going. That's my like. That's, oh yeah. I want. I want the Egwene story. Yes. Um. Also, I'm excited for the siege of. Um. Uh, well, and obviously, like, I, I want to know the fallout of there being no taint. Like, what does that mean for like? Um, Masram Tame. What does that mean for the the dark uh, for the for the chosen, right? Well, and that's who was it? I think it was Graindoll that like yeah. implied that the male chosen, like, how is the dark one going to know that he can trust you yeah. when like he doesn't hold this thing over your head of going mad, right? I'm like, super invested in that. So yeah, yeah. There, there's a there, honestly there's a lot in Crossroads of Fire I'm excited about. Yeah, uh, hopefully we get it. See, Sarmi also asked, uh, what was your favorite sex scene in this book? Well, it's got to be the Elaine and Rand, right? Because yeah. we got the perspective of men and Avienda and Brigitte all being like, I need alcohol right now. Which wouldn't help me. I don't think it would help me When I'm drunk either. and horny, I'm just still horny. Like, like getting yeah. drunk doesn't, oh, maybe, maybe getting drunk makes the bond fuzzier. That's probably what it Maybe is. Maybe it's harder to like be connected to feel the bond when you're drunk. It's easier to like almost like mask it like when Rand like mm, puts yeah, yeah, loose yeah, yeah. Theron in a box, you know? Um uh Cease Army also the cause there's a three question rule, right? So Cease Army the final question is Got him out. I love it. What should Rand do next? What should he do next? Foursome. It's time he got all the ladies together at one time and like was like, look. I agree. We'll get in a sweat hut and we'll just get slippery and then we'll, you know. That's what he should do next. Uh, it's definitely not going to happen. I just made me think of, I can lick it, I can ride it while you slip in and slide it. Oh, my it. God. Oh, man. Uh, a true piece of uh, art and culture from our time. Um, the culture. The, the culture. I, here's the thing. Now that Rand has cleansed the taint, yeah. Rand needs to go and take control of the Black Tower. He's not going to. Well, actually, oh, he might. I hadn't even thought about him going. Yeah. He, here's the thing. He knows Tame is now not trustworthy, yeah. but I don't think Tame knows that he knows because they're dead, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Tame might still believe that he's got this like level of protection, and Rand, Rand's gonna do some sneaky, sneaky stuff, 
and get rid of Tane. I think that's what he has. Yeah. He's he's got to do it, and he's got to do it in is, a way that makes the people like the men in the, the Ashaman follow him. But the problem is he can't go to the Black Tower. Why? Because he doesn't know how many of the the people in the Black Tower are against him, and he does not have the. That's might what I mean. To he, stop himself from being shielded, like he, he could, needs to take care of Tame first. That's what I mean. Tame has how? to be out of the picture. I don't think. I don't think Tame gets out of the picture. I think Tame mm. is at the final battle as a dreadlord, right? Because mm. yeah. the, the, the it, like the dreadlords were such a big part of the last battle at the in the Age of Legends. Yeah. And so for there to be none in this one doesn't make sense to me. So I think like the the dark friend side of the setup for the last battle, we're going to be learning like. Which of the Black Tower ladies, Tame, I think is going to be a Dreadlord. Like, I think we're going to see some people get promoted to Dreadlord for that final battle. Yeah. Um, and I think Tame is going to be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe Loghain. I think Loghain might go down that path, too. As a Dreadlord? Yeah. But he had the, like, crown of glory that Min saw. I think he's going oh, to be the reason. Oh, I forgot about Min's. Maybe, maybe Loghain be... takes the Black Tower over. Yeah. I call, No, because I said that earlier. That he was did. my prediction was that Loghain and Tame were going to fight. Yes, And that Loghain was, was going to lead the Black Tower. Maybe that's what happens in the next book. Yeah. No, that can't. If that happened in the next book, people wouldn't say that the book sucks. That's too <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's like two books from now. Mm-hmm. Um, Arisa, thank you for that super chat. So Ran should reenact his dream of him and the girls in the pool trying to teach Alfie to swim. A thousand percent. Yes. 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 Yeah, that sounds fun. That, that should absolutely be the plan. He'd be like, guys, I'm going to take you all on a date. It's going to be fun. They're going to go to dinner. He's going to take them to this beautiful spa with like the co-ed like hot tub, but like private, you know, it's going to be great. Um, Sun Tzu says, what do you think the waterway mentioned during the Tremalking section is? I, I thought the that was waterway? a river. waterway? Oh, I thought it was just a river. Is the way is that like the way of water, like the way of the leaf? Is this Avatar? Uh... Earth, fire, water. We all lived in peace until the Dark One attacked. Oh my God! You know what? If someone can give me the, an approximate page for that, it's gonna be no. It's like right at the end. No, no, it's not the one at the end. I just looked at the one right at the end. Oh, there's no waterway there. You're not gonna find that. So I'm assuming it's the it's when the it shows up the first time when the thing starts glowing. I don't know. I feel like we don't know enough about Tremalking to even hazard a guess at like what in what world we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, like you say waterway, and I'm like, oh, I it's the it Afa and Mir, so it's like the their canal. Oh, maybe waterway is their channeling because the um the female channeling is like surrendering to a river. So maybe that's what that's just what they call channeling. Maybe that's why I'm trying to find the context of it, though. Yeah. And the problem is, like, well, actually, it is very helpful that this entire section is like, um, wait, is this it? Nope, that is the that is the other one. Oh, Tim Tim. Oh, Johan Yarvinen says dreadlords are just the name for channelers aligned to the shadow. Oh, I thought they were, like, powerful, cool. like, underneath, like, the... I thought they were, like, the leaders of the army. Mm-hmm. And enter Lanfear. Okay, yet it was the Afa Anmir that troubled her. They refused the waterway. Yet Timno was oh, one so of the guides chosen to protect them from themselves. It must be, like, the Way of the Leaf or something, then. Hmm. They refused the waterway. I thought they were talking about, like, a river. Like, they wouldn't, like... I They wouldn't, like, pass through the river because it was too narrow for their boats or something like that. I didn't think it was, like, a way of life. Okay. Well, yeah, it is capitalized. So it looks like they're, like, very, like, up in arms over the Cormor and have 
change their ways from the waterway to something else? Oh, because they're walking on land now. Maybe it's maybe the waterway means just living on water. But she's not on water when she says that. I don't understand. But she's also not an Atha and Mir. I know. I think that she's the Nim, like the Green Man. Oh right, right. You did say that. I think that on Tremalkin there are more Nims, and they're like, like tending to yeah. Instead of a Green Man, there's a whole group of them. Okay. And they just play the drums. Sure. You know what? Hey, that could be it. If the Blue Man group shows up in the fucking Wheel of Time, I will lose my shit. Uh, um, all right. Wheel of Time fan edit asks, what do you think the repercussions will be of the source being cleansed? How will it affect the different groups of channelers across Ranland? I, I don't think we'll see it change for a long time. I don't think a lot of people will find really? out for a while. I, I have a feeling that... Because rumors start that like and they catch like wildfire, that as soon as the rumors start that the claim taint is cleansed, that the Black Tower's numbers are gonna double. Mm. Because people the reason people don't wanna go, right, is because yeah. they like they're t- they're scared. They don't want to open up that part of themselves, right? I just don't know how people would find out about it. Rumor has it. I, I don't know. Rumors spiral. Um, yeah, it's one of those weird no, no, things that Robert Jordan uses is that rumors literally get around um, like two days later. So. I just don't see how that's going to happen in the next book. Like, I think that like we will see that in like the fi- in the last few books. Mm-hmm. But I think I think like the claint is tense. That's yes, that is the claint is tense. Yeah, um, the blue men know the song. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Wow, if someone let the tinkerers know that we f- we figured it out. I, 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 I'm friends with and I worked with someone who was like a, an operations manager for the Blue Man Group. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to rehearse in their rehearsal space mm-hmm. when I, I did a couple of shows with them. And so I would just, we would be like doing our musical and we'd just be surrounded by Blue Man Group stuff. <coughs> and they're like cute little instruments. It was very funny. Uh, but they're good people. Um you okay Sorry, over there? Excuse me. Yeah, my nose got itchy. Oh my god, you're gonna, gonna s- end up in one of those sneezing compilations that men jack off to. Probably. That's like a kink that I just I don't really understand, but like uh, yeah, it doesn't I hurt don't anybody. Get it either. So but sure. I that was one of the I, I feel like I'm not shocked by much when it comes to kinks. Yeah. Um and that was one that was just it's so like n- not erotic to me that I Yeah, I, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, sure. Um so yeah, no, I th- I don't know. I think that like we won't I think most of Crossroads of Twilight, Twilight <clears throat> will be spent with the perspective of people who are just like, I don't believe it. Well, I was thinking Tame might use this to, like, I was thinking that Tame was using the taint to his advantage to kill off the people that were um, more loyal to Rand than to him. But now that the taint mm-hmm. is cleansed, he doesn't have that excuse to get, like, rid of specific people oh okay yeah and which is why i think that the that the black tower is going to be way more dangerous and basically implode you know (laughs) see sarmi says did we need to know that exists nerdy if i have to know that it exists you have to know that it exists that's what means that's what being a member of the nerdy Rudy book club means um oh my god we we have a rule 34 section at the end you guys come on (laughs) xavier says what are your thoughts on the formatting terangriel uh, reference Cadswain's description at the end of chapter 23. Um, you missed one, but that's fine. We'll go back to it. 
Oh my god, I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's just do this and we'll go back to that. For sure. Uh, w- uh, what are your thoughts on the ref- on the formatting terrain grill? Um, at, you know what? Here's the thing. At first I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I found out that there's a way to immediately circumvent it, I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, I still think it's cool. Because how yeah. many wells are there? Like, I, I really like the formatting thing. I... Um, I wish that the, I, I wish Robert Jordan had introduced the concept of the wells earlier. Me too. Because it felt a little bit of a cop out. It was so immediately useful. Yeah. That, yes, I do wish it had been like at least a book ago. Or or even but when whatever. they're like riding into town. And like if Cat Swain had like pulled Nynaeve over and been like, when they're riding into town, been like, hey, that's a well fill it with Sidar before we get into town. Yeah. Like, if if she had mentioned it then, I think I would have been more satisfied with the way they used it. But because Robert Jordan introduces the concept in the in the ch- previous chapter, and then immediately it's important, it just felt a little bit like he... I don't know. It, all, it, it felt like he was like, oh, fuck, I need a way for them to get out of this. And he, like, wrote it as he was going. Um, and I just wish the... I wish that as an audience, we, they had foreshadowed it... It would be kind of like if I use Harry Potter a lot because I know that a lot of people have read it, so it's easy to like. It's it's an easy cultural touchstone. Yeah. Even though you know, I obviously yeah. don't stand with J.K. Rowling, and I'm not gonna be playing that fucking Hogwarts Legacy game. Mm-hmm. But um, in in, in book four, mm-hmm. she does a really good job of introducing the port key for an unimportant reason at the beginning of the book, right? So that when the port key is important at the end of the Triwizard yeah. Tournament. <clears throat> you have had this whole book where you understand what a port key is, so mm-hmm. that when it shows up, it's not weird that it shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are I, saying that the eye mm-hmm. of the world is a well, but that is, like, very, very different. That is a literal pool, like, a, a literal pool of, of the one power that was filled mm-hmm. by people in another time. Yeah, that feels very different. That does not feel like It doesn't feel like an object. Yeah, yeah. yeah an, an object that you can wear. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like a location. That works in formatting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, like, the eye of the world feels more like a location than it does, like, an object to me. And, you know, maybe that's maybe that's just my, like, reading of it. And that's totally fair. But, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where they, they, like, those two things don't really feel that related in my head. Yes. So for me, it was it felt it felt very very different. I just I, I if if I were writing it, I would have I would have introduced I would have had Kent Swain and Nynaeve talk about the well, like four chapters earlier. Yeah. So that it didn't just feel like I brought something up to solve a like I created a new thing to solve a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt literally like, yeah, like a water <laughs> reservoir, but like for the one power as opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. like a water bottle that you carry around, I guess. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they just they felt like different things. I totally acknowledge that, like, Robert Jordan probably thought that they were the same thing in his head, but if, I didn't make the connection. If they had just had a moment where they're they're riding into, in the, in because the, we have that whole chapter where they're yeah. riding into the city and nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Like, if Ket Swain had been like, we need to stop for one second before we cross this line, mm-hmm. I need to fill my well. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, what is a well? What is she talking about? And then the rest of it plays out the exact same way. Yeah. Like... Then, then it just would have, the, the concept of the well and the fact that it has to be filled outside to come in, it just would have been more interesting to me in that way. Yeah, yeah. It's no. not that it was a bad idea. Um, It just, yeah, it did feel like 
it was introduced and it was needed immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason that it felt convenient. But I do think that the idea of the wells is something that is actually really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? You're, you're right. I think I was a bit too harsh. I, I do think that the formatting terrain route is a really cool idea. I, I'm wondering if like that is also what how the settings work as well. Like if no. it's like an underground kind of thing that they just don't see. Like you just you just cross a line and uh. suddenly it changes. And so I wonder if those are actually like marked out by like portal stones or something something no, that you the just settings, can't see. No, cuz the settings because the ex- settings existed before the Age of Legends. And so I think the mm. settings are just a natural. I like I like the settings being that the, there are places in nature where the the power can't go. Oh, I think it's cool. I just was it, it made me think like that maybe there's more to it. Than that. Yeah, maybe. So, um I think the formatting yeah. triangle will be more interesting if it comes back. But if mm-hmm. it, if we never go there again, it will have been it, it will have been a cool one-off. Yeah. Um so I hope you- I hope it comes back and is important for a bigger reason later. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that the wells can be used for both side in and side R? Or do you think they have to be a different kind of terrain grill to use one or the other? Like, is the well compatible Ooh, with both? That is a really interesting question. And could you mix the powers in there? Like, could could a male channeler put some side in into a well? Mm-hmm. And could a female channeler almost like... Uh, don't like answer <laughs> a setup for a future linking yeah right? yeah and yeah. then the female channeler could pull both out and use them because they've already been mixed together yeah yeah like you could almost like have a a, a link with without having to actually be there to do the link that would mm-hmm. be really interesting yeah yeah i don't know that just kind of hmm. occurred to me um but wheel of time gives us our first bed bond bale fire yeah olivia tuan and noel <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I would bed Noel. Seems like he knows what he's doing. Good with his hands. Very dexterous. All right. Good stamina. Yeah. Um, I, I would kill Tuan because she's a slaver. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have any interest. And I would marry Olivia. That girl will have your back forever. She's traumatized. There's a lot of baggage there to work through. It's going to be like a long, it, it's it's going to take some time. But but that that is my answer. That's a really tough one. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I think I have to go with the same answer because I don't. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Tuan. No. And like honestly, like you know, that's yeah. I, that's... I think that Olivia will. I'll have a better marriage with Olivia if she knows that I killed like the high blood Tuan. of the Sanchen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be like, "Oh, you're that's the hottest thing ever," which mm-hmm. will lead to Olivia and I having better sex in our marriage, which I think is important. Absolutely. Uh, and then yeah, I, I Noel and I can go to town on each other. He's an older man, but he seems experienced. He's seen mm-hmm. the like entire world. I'm a little bit sus of him to be honest. Uh, yeah, which is why it's a one-off thing. And you know, uh, I think no that long-term. we would rock each other's worlds. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you, Wheel Up Time. Uh, for amends, I think of that super chat. Any thoughts on whether the cleansing has healed men who started going mad already, or if they just, or if they, or what? Or if they, or if it doesn't get any worse, but they're not cured. So or, it doesn't, oh, oh my God. Yeah. I, I thought my brain was adding words to that sentence. No, no, you're, um, you're, you're okay. Thank you for that super chat. But they're not cured. Um, I think that they are not cured, but oh. I think they might regress a little bit. Like, I think if you're like full mad, you might have a little bit of clarity, but you're still partially mad. If you were like kind of mad, I think it cleans it up. I agree. I think there's like a breaking point. Mm-hmm. Once you have crossed the point of no return, unfortunately, the damage is already done. Yeah. But if you're not there yet, yes, I think that 
I think people start, yeah, seeing clearly and yeah. and recognizing like what like the damage that the taint like was truly doing personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then our next question here is uh, not knowing the whole book. Wait. Oh, yeah, that's from- albino. Not knowing the whole book, which chapter would have been your favorite to do the audiobook reaction to? Um, I understand why people wanted us to do the Elaine sex scene, but I think we did the right one. I think that that final battle, listening to it, was so epic. Yeah. I, I, I no, I, 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 I think we did the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's tough because both of those moments, I think, were great for very, very different reasons, and that's mm-hmm. cool. I think that the final chapter is more like universal for people to want to listen to. <laughs> I think I I think that I would have missed a lot reacting to the sex chapter because I would have been laughing so hard. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I think that Yeah, absolutely. If I was laughing half as hard as I was reading it, mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But here's the thing, if you want you I there's a lot of people that wanted us to react to that chapter and I totally understand. I'm sorry understand that we didn't. Why. That was our bad. That was like we fucked up. a complete mistake. <laughs> yeah. Brazilian says, wasn't it difficult to follow along the battle just by listening? Only to, like, who people were fighting, because we were only, like, they didn't know who they were fighting, so they're just giving us descriptions of their clothes. Yeah, but, but once we put it together, honestly, that video was helpful. It was fun to, like, read it, or to listen to it, watch that video, and then read it, because yeah. I did all three. And it, as far as reactions go, like, there, 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 there weren't any other chapters in this book. Like, I would have found the Elaine chapter funny to react to, right? And there would have been jokes. But the the reaction moment that I think was the best of the whole book mm-hmm. was the Deshiva reveal, and both of yeah. us just like the the because it's 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 funny to laugh at things, uh-huh. but it's more fun, and it's why I like reacting to Attack on Titan is because every episode there's something that we're like, what the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And those are the best reaction moments when we can't even believe that it's happening. Yeah. There's a moment in Violent Night, the final death of Violent Night is so shocking yeah. that you're like, that is the greatest, I can't believe they did that moment. Uh-huh. Um, and th- those are the things I like reacting to is the like, I can't believe they did that moment. Yeah. L- Lanfear coming back in that chapter. Like, I would rather react to Lanfear coming back than Elaine getting laid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you know what, that's fair. That's valid. Um, Wheel of Time asks, any predictions on how to deal with the Golom? Seems pretty invincible. Um, well... It does have a weakness that we know of. So it we needs just blood. We just need the Alpha Neilfin to to give us more uh, uh, Fox Rocks. To, <laughs> well, I don't know metal, whatever it is. We need Fox Rocks. Yes, you know what? Yes, I. Where did Rock come from? <laughs> it's it, it's like it's a medallion. Yeah. Yeah, the Fox had medallion. Yeah. What about that? Is a rock? It rhymed, and so it fell out of my mouth. <laughs> I, you know, but I hear you say I'm sticking by it. Give it us more rhymed and so it fell out of my mouth. All right, guys, you heard it here first. We Elfin, Elfin, we need more fox rocks. I couldn't think of another word in time, so that one is the one that showed up. No, I it's... want Matram Cotham in the Red Hand Band and their new album, Fox Rocks. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Albino says fox rocks is what Matt calls his testicles. Oh, God. Should we just make a fox rock shirt that just says fox rocks with an arrow pointing down? No. 
Oh my god. Oh. We could make a t-shirt though that has like a printed on fox medallion. I think that that would be fun. And in like a really faded like almost transparent text, it just says fox rocks. <laughs> Fine. Oh my god. Sorry. That that was not on purpose. Um but yeah. I think I honestly think that like Rand is going to uh, what I think is going to happen is that someone on the Rand side is going to find the stasis box that um Samael dug up. And they're going to capture... They're, they're, I think that some Age of Legends technology is going to come into the play in the final battle. Because, you know, we've had a couple things introduced. So I think someone's going to have to find, like, a stasis box or something to take care of it. Yeah, I or was, the Elf and Elfin will help destroy it. Yeah, yeah. I, cause they those have guys to come back at some point, right? They have to be... Some, yeah, they've got to be important somehow. The disappearance of the Elf and Elfin is one of the weirdest things about these books. It, yeah, it is. Like, you introduce this incredible concept, and then... I guess Lanfear got away from them, but it's been like five books. I know. Since we've seen them. I know. And I thought they were going to be a big part of it. It would be really cool, actually, if the mm -hmm. Golem is not is not able to be killed. Like if they're like somehow what's his face figured out immortality. But you know the the Kosovra? If oh, Rand can yeah. make one of those for the Golem to control it. That'd be now, here's the thing. I don't I think the Kusuvra like needs a human sacrifice at Sheogul, so I don't actually think that that's possible, but I like the idea of a human sacrifice at Sheogul? No, no, no. Oh, that, you are that so dark. Uh, Topher, thank you so much for that super chat. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Topher. Or no, thank you for joining the Narks. Eight you're an eight-month Narg. Let's go. Uh, now that you know more about the Golam, why do you think it was sent to kill Herod Fell? Mm -hmm. Seems like overkill for a non-channeling old man. He figured some shit out. Um, I don't think it was overkill. I think that they wanted to kill Herod Fell without causing a ruckus. And mm -hmm. I think that when you want to kill someone quietly, you send in the thing that can get in and out without being seen. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I don't think he, I don't think they sent in the Golam because they were it was like a dangerous mission. I think they they sent him in because it was a sneak mission. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have just used Greyman, I guess, but it, here's the thing: it depends on who the Golan listens to. But like, can to. they? What the fuck? Where? What is a Greyman? When? Like, like? Yeah, okay. You, what is the difference it. between a Greyman and a Golom now? Well, they're very different. No, no, I, I, I understand that they're different in terms of like how you kill them and what they do, but like Greyman are like the like mid version because they you they die really. Sure, easy. but when was last time we saw one? Uh, well, you, we don't when, see when, them very often. When, they no, could be everywhere. When Nynaeve and Elaine were still in Tarvalon. Yeah, I know. Like, that, the Greymen are an enemy that is like, uh... I kind of wish there were... I, I kind of wish there was only one or the other. Here's the thing. Having like, both of them and having them be used so inconsistently. Like, yeah. I just feel like the Dark One has all of these minions that can do incredible things, and he's not doing anything with them. We just don't know what they're doing at all times. Like, I, I don't... The thing is, I, I don't know who the Golem works Sorry, for. Sorry, they haven't interfaced with the plot in any way in yes. five books. Yes. So I'm I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure they're out there. I don't know. Do you know who the Golem Remember works Dark for? Hounds? When was yes. the last time we saw a Dark Hound? When I think um, Moraine obliterated them all. In the... T in, outside in of Tyr, right? No, Alien, I think. Moraine has never been an Alien. Yeah, they were outside of Alien because they were near Semiel. That and was he Tyr. sent. Oh, I thought... No, never mind. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, Arzuk Shafapur, uh, thank you so much for that super chat. Quietly, he dismembered him. Yeah, but that doesn't you can do that require quietly. a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think the golem works for? Who? who Morden. Morden? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I like, I... It I'm, was not Ilian. We, they did not go to Ilian. It was Ilian. When did they go to Ilian? They weren't in Ilian. They, like, skirted the border. 
They were like, nearby. Yes, thank you, chat. Thank you. I was like, oh, maybe I got it wrong. No, I'm right. <laughs> when were they in Ilion, though? I, I, I don't really remember. That's about it. I. That's all I remember. Book three in Ilion? Yeah. They went through Ilion on their way to Tyr. Okay. Oh, my God. So, you know what? That, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Wait, no, but they didn't They didn't fight the Dark Hounds before Ilion, on their way to Tyr. They fought the Dark Hounds after they, no. they fought the Dark Hands fleeing Tyr. Yes, fleeing. Yes. Yeah, but they didn't flee into Ilion. No. They fled the other way. Yeah, they fled out of Ilion to Tyr. That's where they were going. Yeah. But they fought the Dark Friends while fleeing Tyr. No, while fleeing the, the, the Dark Hounds. No, they were fleeing Ilion. Samael sent the Dark Hounds from Ilion. Yes, yes. To attack them. No, not Tyr. Oh my god. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. I Fuck. Know. I totally forgot they went to Ilion. That was like, what, six, seven months ago? Eight months ago? Holy shit. In my head, they literally never went to Ilion until Brand went there. But they did. Yeah, it's There's that realized... whole plot where they take Fael there. Yeah. Oh my god. I've completely forgotten about an entire plot of one of these books. It happens. You know, there's a lot going on. In my head, all of that Fael shit happened in Tear, but none of, no, none of it did. Yeah. It's been a ride, guys. It's been a year. Perry Wolf, welcome back to the oh nerd table. I think it was when Rand left Ilian to go through the to the waste through the portal. Right. Because they don't right. go to wait, no. No, no, no. They, yeah, they, they leave, realize who no, no, Lord they Brand leave, is. They leave Tyr to mm. go through the portal. They leave Tyr. They definitely leave Tyr to go through the waste. To the to, to go through the portal to the waste. That that is Rand, what, yes, because the yes, because yes, the Aiel like are in tier, and then they go and. Oh my god, I that's know. so wild! I cannot believe I've completely blanked out on them finding out Samael. Right, 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 because they go there. Mm -hmm. Why did they go to Ilian though? Do you remember why they went there? I don't remember. They went there for a reason. And then Moraine comes to the hotel and is like, Samael's in charge here, we have to run. Yeah. And they flee Ilian, and that's when they... But why did they go to Ilian in the first place? I don't remember. I don't... Oh, my God. Remember. Oh, there were dark friends in Ruidian, too. Okay. That is true. It was a nice end until the gray man attacked. That's true. Holy shit. That's so funny. Oh, they were chasing Rand. They were trying to get to him. Rand wasn't with them yet. Because yes, 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 Rand yes. was trying Rand to... Rand was sad boy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. my God. Thank you, chat. Yeah. Gosh, wow. That was seven books ago. Yeah, that, that's That was wild. literally... Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, MD Neil says, bad news, nerdy. The older you get, the worse your memory gets. And I didn't start off with a great memory to begin yeah, with. Yeah, guys. So. It, we're, we're screwed. Okay. Both of us, very screwed. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. God, what a throwback. Okay. I think um, we've remembered of the plot of the third book of the Wheel of Time now. Yes. Um. Let's. Uh. Oh. oh uh, Wheel of Time. I don't know how they're going to kill the Golem. That's how we got there. Uh. I have no idea. Some At this point, Nathan bullshit. I think they're going to introduce something later that does it because I don't think they have anything now that could. I feel like maybe no. Kalendor is the no, one power. So. Can't. Uh. Gorgo says the Forsaken spoke the old tongue in the Age of Legends. After waking up, they've taken over countries pretending to be local nobility. One spent a couple of months with Rand's party, and they've infiltrated the Aes Sedai, and now we know one of them was an Ashman with a specific backstory. Mm -hmm. How do you think they learned uh, the modern language with proper accents to blend in perfectly? Uh, Magic. Writer's luck. 
No, magic. I mean, they could probably, like, make a weave and invert the weave that makes their voice sound exactly how they want it to sound. It's like a voice. Oh, do you think they have, like, the TARDIS magic? Yeah. Of like, oh, yeah, we can just talk in whatever language is nearby, and yes. it's always British. Yes, they understand and speak whatever language they need to in the moment. Harzik Shefapur, thank you for that super <laughs> thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. Rand goes cross-country to tear Maureen and crew take the river for fast travel and stops in Italy. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You guys are God right. God damn. Thank you for that. What a ride. Um, I think that uh, watching the Forsaken learn uh, languages and stuff would be really fucking boring, and so we skip over it because it doesn't matter. Yeah, most likely. But I do like the idea of the TARDIS magic. The dark one is like, yeah. guys, it's been a it's been a while, so I'm just gonna grant you this power. It's gonna be great. That'd be interesting. I would actually think it would that would be the most interesting version, is if the dark one can be like, and you speak like an aliener now. <laughs> I do be speaking like an alien or dark one. I They're do actually be. all actors and we're trained in voice and text. In accents. That's my favorite. They're all jaded actors. <laughs> That's my favorite plotline from Team America World Police, is that they're like, we need an actor to go undercover as a terrorist. And you're like, what? Wow. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's on Broadway in um, the, a production of Lease, a parody of the musical Rent. Um and they're, they, like, go backstage and they're like, we have this, like, we're taking down terrorists. We need someone to to, to act. Huh. All right. It's a great movie. It's uh, it's very offensive, but, uh, God, it's, it's hilarious. Um, so, uh, Gorgo also asks, cleansing or the Battle of Emmonsfield? The best the best battle in these books is still the Battle of Emmonsfield. Uh, because the... Um, here's the thing, guys. The Battle of Emmonsfield is hard to top because it... Every single beat of it is emotionally driven by the characters. Mm. There is nothing about the Battle of Emmonsfield that doesn't come from character motivation and from um, the the arc of everybody in the town of Emmonsfield, right? The the cleanse of the Tate is an incredible battle. It's very cool. I did not cry. Yeah. I cried reading the Battle of Emmonsfield. I was moved emotionally. Also, the we're getting to the point now where our main characters all have a little bit of power creep where they're kind of invincible gods. In the Battle of Emmonsfield, it was an underdog story. And, and that people to were me in is, danger, yeah. like real danger. And I, I fucking love an underdog story, okay? And so, I, I yeah, you know, like Eben dying, I did not know who Eben was. I knew, I've read his name a couple of times. Heartless. Whereas, like, the Perrin going home to lead the people who raised him in a battle of survival against an unbeatable army is you like that to me is the best of fantasy. It is mm-hmm. it is the best chapter of these books so far. It is the coolest fight of these books so far because of what it means to the characters and because of what they overcome together by like just being human beings who band together and believe in the face of insurmountable odds yeah. that they can survive. That is the coolest shit. The other stuff's cool too, but like the coolest shit is when human beings who don't have a chance figure it out just by believing. If you just believe. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I think like the Cleanse of the Tate's amazing. Doom Eyes Wells is amazing. But the Battle of Emmonsfield is the peak of these books for me so far. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. I, I don't know. Honestly, to me, like I would have to like reread them all back to back to back. Because it has been so long. And for me, like, this, the end of this book really sticks out because it's fresh in my mind and I just read it. And so I do think that I have a recency bias for those things. You have a recency bias in everything, though. What? You're very recency biased in what? your opinions. You are. Chat! Is that right? 
You, you, no, no, I just mean like in general. Yeah. Partially because yeah. before you and I got together, you didn't watch a lot. And so a lot of the things that you like, like a lot, you've seen recently. Well, yeah. You, you just, like, I've kind Except of like forced you to watch a lot of things. Yes. It is our job now. Yeah, but liking the Lord of the Rings is not an, a unique point of view. What? Liking, like, how dare you call my entire personality not unique? It isn't. You're a you're a bisexual who wants a green couch and loves the Lord of the Rings. You yeah. are not very unique. I am. Um, I love you. So different. But like liking the greatest movie trilogy of all time that's universally beloved and won multiple Academy Awards, that's not a unique perspective to have. Yeah. That's like being yeah, like, I, I need water to survive. Yeah. It's unique to be like the Lord of the Rings trilogy isn't very good. That's a that's a unique perspective. That is a take. Yeah, no, that you're you're not wrong. I, I know. I, I, I know I do. My memory, guys, my memory is absolutely like garbage, dog shit. Uh, that, so, that, that's true too. So, you don't remember a lot of the things you saw five years here's ago. Here's the thing. I only remember the things that I love yeah. and the things that I hate. Yes. And so those I only have strong opinions on things I've seen. Otherwise it's oh yeah, I think I saw that. I don't really remember it very well. It was probably all right. I have a feeling that we could do reaction videos to things we've already done reaction videos to, and you would sit there and have the same reaction again because you do not remember them at all. Rude. Like, so I bet we could sit is... here and watch Miss Marvel right now, and you'd be like, who are these people? No, What's that, one I, that one I remember because I was, like, very confused by it. But it, we, that means what you're saying is we should react to Fullmetal Alchemist. I'd be done. I would be done. I have not seen You're it. You're like, guys, I've I already I, seen this. I think I've seen the first three episodes, but, like, I think I saw them in, like, 2000 and. Six. Yeah, that's what Miller was saying. Like the, that you guys watched it when you were like young. Well, they watched it. I think I've only seen a couple episodes because back then I, I just was I was so busy. And, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, Dosecki's question. <laughs> Dosecki's, uh stay thirsty, my friends. Um, of the Emmonsfield Five, how would you rank them from least favorite to favorite at this point of the series? Uh okay. Number one is Matt. <clears throat> Number two is Rand. Number three is. Parent, I feel like I'm going boys, girls. That sucks. But naive and then Egwene. Here's the problem. I like Perrin, but Perrin's storyline for a while has been kind of not interesting to me. Oh, a thousand percent. So I don't really know. Are we ranking the characters themselves or what they've been up to? That was my ranking of my feelings about them as characters. But like all of my female, my favorite female characters in these books are not from them, are not Nynaeve and Egwene. No, no. It's Avienda and Elaine and Min. Min. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Emmonsfield 5 ranking them. I agree. Uh, Matt has got to be the best one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like uh, after, especially after this book. Holy shit. Before this book, I don't know if I would have said Matt number one. But DK Moon says nerdy saying this after forgetting book three events. Fair. Yes. You know what? You know what? I didn't say my memory was better than hers. I just says that she has recency bias. Fair. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to go with Matt. And then. And then if you don't count all of the like bullshit with Elaine, it would be naive. But I actually think I'm going to go Rand. Sorry, Matt. Rand. Nynaeve. Perrin, Egwene. Interesting. Yeah. I I agree. Perrin is slipping hard for me. 
Because there, for you guys, if, if you've been with us this whole time, you know, mm-hmm. Perrin is my boy. Yeah. And the fact that Perrin isn't number one anymore, because Perrin was number one for the first seven books, mm-hmm. Perrin's storyline sucks. It is very unfortunate. It yeah. sucks, and it sucked for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yeah. last, the last time I found Perrin interesting was Dumai's Wells. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree 100%. And and it's really tough to separate the character from their storylines yeah. because we haven't gotten that much. And like Egwene, <laughs> as good as the as good as the moment with the white, uh, the taking over the white tower is, mm-hmm. she still has what she did in Fires of Heaven as a knock against her. Yep. And the, the fucking, the fact that we are still walking to the white tower after five, this, this, this plot has just been going on forever. Yes. This, like, the sat, we're gonna go fight the White Tower. And I'm like, just fucking do it. You can teleport. Mm-hmm. You can literally fucking teleport. Go! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight them! For the love of God, please. Yeah. I am, like, so tired of the Salad Barbarians just, like, slowly crossing the, the world. And, like, I just, I don't fucking, something needs to happen in that camp. Because it is literally a walking simulator at this point. Yeah. I'm glad they weren't in the last book. Because if they were in the last book and didn't do anything, I would have been fucking pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand percent. Just drives me crazy. Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. I get it. It took the Jews 40 years. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, oh that's very God. funny. Yeah, no, my guys, I'm not, I, I won't lie to you. My memory is actual garbage. Um, as long as you just keep remembering that you love me, we're good. Yeah, that that's easy. No problem. Um, yeah, that that's a tough question. And I, here's the thing. If you had asked me that it, at the end of each book, I think it would be different each time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but right now, Matt is peak. Like, the Matt, 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 I just love him. Yeah. I love him so much. He brings so much to the series. I, I don't, if you don't have Matt in this series, I don't know that it's remembered as fondly as it is. He is really the, he's, he's the, mo- he's the moral center of the books. He's the heart of the books. And the books are significantly worse when he's not in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I, think Matt, in a lot of ways, is the character that allows the audience to understand. Because he, here's the thing. Matt is very lucky, but Matt is a normal person. So he's a great audience POV of this world. Mm-hmm. He has the most perspective of being kind. Like, he's in these impossible scenarios. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be a hero. And he keeps being like... I can't believe this is a thing. Like, he feels more like us, whereas the other four Emmonsfield Fivers are all kind of gods. Yeah. Who can fight in dreams and who can, like, cross the world, can misty step across planets and have, like, Matt is this, like, normal person on this crazy adventure. And all of these other characters have these godlike powers. Even Perrin, who can smell emotions and, like, Perrin doesn't feel real to me. Yes. He's a fantasy character. Yes. Whereas Matt is this real human being on this journey and it, the, you need those. You need the real people mm-hmm. in fantasy stories for your audience to, like, really feel invested emotionally in them. Um, because if you go too fantasy, audiences disconnect from the world. Yeah. Yeah, and no, so I, I agree. That Robert Jordan, I really think, like, Matt Coffin is the reason why The Wheel of Time is as successful as it is. Mm-hmm. In having audiences care about this world, even through the slog, even through things like that, because he grounds the whole series in a person that is completely understandable. It's weird, though, right? Because he didn't for the first, like, three books. Well, no. I guess, like, book uh, three. Book three, he does. Book three. But, yeah. Yeah, the first two books, like, 
Wait, the first two books, like, actually, like, feel different because Matt is not the same character. Mm-hmm. Like, gen- genuinely, they, it, it does feel very different. And and we did talk about he had kind of, like, a reset and, and whatever. But, no, I, I agree. From then to now, like, he is, he is like, a, a linchpin in this entire series. Um, and we, we love him. Yeah. Yeah, but even in book two, when Matt is struggling with the dagger, the, the perspective is... The, the, is you, you, you care about him because what is happening to him is so out of his control. Yeah. Like, obviously, he made a mistake and he's paying for the consequences of it. Yeah, but, but we don't have a good idea of, like, his personality and his skills because he's, like, sick, you know? Like, he's Right, he's but he's a normal person who's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a to- he's just a he's just a he's a side effect of a magical power, which is relatable. Where because yeah. I can look at that and go, oh, yeah, I don't know what I would do either. I whereas Rand is like, I'm going crazy and I shoot lightning out of my hands, and you're like, well, and that's murder dogs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we need to keep going. This is gonna be the longest full book recap ever, but I'm having so much fun. I know, <laughs> guys, we're happy to be back. Colin. I love the book club. So so do I. Um, you I just what? love it. Uh, before we move on, make sure to like the video if you also yeah. like the book club. Smash Thank it. you. And Monkey, um, we appreciate the heck out of you. Thank you so much to all of our mods. Um, we love you. And y- you know what? I haven't really seen many, like, deleted messages, so I think y'all are being, like, good good about spoilers. Thank you. Thank you for being good about spoilers and not, um, not like, oh, you missed this at this part because yeah, we yeah. do want to reread these books at some point and it, those reveals will be a lot more fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Iljwam says, as the cleansing of the taint is my favorite chapter in the series, not battle chapters or finales, just in general, mm-hmm. I must know where does it rank for you? Um, it is currently tied in second place with Dumai's Wells. Yeah. Those two things kind of sit at the same, it's like Battle of Emmonsfield and then chapter 35 and Dumai's Wells kind of t- neck and neck. I feel like we need to just call it. Chode and call. Chode. Yeah, the chode. That's oh it. yeah, the chode. The chode gotcha. is, the chode is tied for second. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it definitely ranks like very, very high. There are there are individual moments that I think rank up there, um, in terms of like my enjoyment of them and what they do for the story. But in terms of like full chapters, definitely, definitely like yeah. number two. Yeah, do, that and do my as well are are tough. Monica asks, "What compulsion do you think Varen placed on the captured Aes Sedai back in the Aiel tent?" I think we know what it is, right? It's that the she compelled them to believe. That, that the Rand. Dragon Reborn has to make it to Tarmangadon, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it feels like. So uh, we're going to stick with that answer and lock it in. Uh, at the time, Varen was compulsing those I said I. You said this made you sure she was a dark friend. Do you still feel the same? Or do you have another idea about how, why she could use compulsion on them? No, I, I actually don't think she's a dark friend now. Because she didn't kill Cat Swain. And I think a dark friend would have. Yeah, the fact that her and Cat Swain are on the same page now makes me think that she is not a dark friend. Yeah. And so... I did. We. I definitely did up until that point. But now I'm like, oh, I, actually, I don't know. I think you might be all right. So we'll we'll see. Uh, Glenn Peterson, thank, thank you, for you for that super, super chat. chat. Yeah, at this plot point in the books, Perrin's only plot point is I'll sacrifice everything for Fael. It gets tiring. He's got one note. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, and there's so much more to him than that. And um, I hope that that gets brought out more as the series. Well, and it just feels like he. It just feels like Perrin's plot is to go clean up a mess that should have been cleaned up in Dumai's Wells. And that, like, Robert Jordan letting the Shido survive Dumai's Wells just kind of... The the most interesting thing the Shido are going to do in these books is Dumai's Wells. Mm-hmm. And to keep it going past their most interesting point just is like, I okay, yeah, we're doing the Shido... We're chasing the Shido down again. Yeah. Like, it's not even like... In, it's not even that they're doing something new. They're doing the same thing. Yeah. And we're just chasing them down 
another time. Yeah. Because there's still so many of them, even though they got fucking grinded to meat by the Ashaman. Like, you know what I mean? So it just it just feels like a like it feels like we've done this before. And Samael killed most of them by sending them. Off. Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I agree. Um, Matheny, um, thank you for the super chat and thank you, Sammy, as well. Yeah, and thank you for uh, the happy anniversary message. It's yes. been a good year. It's been a good year, book club. Thanks for being it's here. It's been a good year of book club, my friends. And we'll keep doing book club Friday. See you again. Nice. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> Sun Tzu asks, how did Lanfear end up as Sindane? Fuck. I don't know. Probably Great the same Arangar Osengar bullshit. Here's the thing. Yeah. Do So do you think that Lanfear died and was brought back by the Dark One? Or do you think it was some Elf and Elf and magic bullshit? Because I, I think she died and got brought back. I don't think she died. Because she says that... She is the the other girl was as powerful as she was before she was held by the elfin elfin. Uh-huh. I think she would have said in her past life or the the language she used makes me think she didn't die, and yeah. that feels intentional by Robert Jordan. Okay, I, I could be wrong, and I could be like reading into it too much, but I do not think that she has died. I think that she has lived this whole time, and I think that we mm-hmm. when more rain comes back because now that now that Lanfear comes back. I think that almost guarantees Moraine comes back at some point, right? Yeah. Um, and I can't wait for that. I think that we're going to find out what happened to Lanfear and Moraine through Moraine's return. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be something. I don't think Moraine comes back in this book, though. I think she comes back in Knife of Dreams. Ah, okay. Yeah. I yeah, think we'll I get a full book without it. And then I think book 11 will set. I, I think we'll get Moraine back in Knife of Dreams. Which will be fun because we're going to read Crossroads of Twilight and then we're going to read Moraine's backstory prologue book, New Spring. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get Knife of Dreams where Moraine comes back. It's going to be really cool. All right. That's my prediction. Okay. Um, Since you also asked how much did it suck for Aganor, the genetic engineer who created the Shadowspawn, to be plucked out of a futuristic age of legends and dropped into a medieval fantasy novel? Great question. That's a funny question. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. He probably woke up and was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do without a toilet? You know what I mean? Like, wait, you guys don't have indoor plumbing? I can't these conditions. Um, Where's my Charmin Ultra Soft? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah, do you think that they found a stasis box that was just all the toilet paper that was bought during the pandemic? Yeah, 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 that's where all the toilet paper went. Interesting. That's a funny question. Yeah, no, I, I think it sucks. I think it sucks for all of them, right? Like, I think, like, can, like even, like, we don't live in, like, a super futuristic world, but, like, it, to for me to go back to the Middle Ages would be terrible. Everyone yeah. smells. And we're not genetic engineers. They don't have showers. They don't yeah. have deodorant. It, yeah. it would be like living in the worst part of Comic-Con all the time. With a bunch of people who don't shower, don't wear deodorant, and don't have any social skills. Well, here's the thing. I think there's a reason that Agonor is out doing other things and not creating more, like, shadow spawns. Because the technology's not Because, there, like, right? what the fuck else is he supposed to do? Because he probably know? can't build the machines that he was using. He just knew how to use them, right? And that's that's kind of the interesting thing about human technology is there's not, like, there, there are very few people who, if you sent them back in time, could create anything because... Uh-huh. Either they don't know how to use the smithy, like, like you're like, oh, you know how to build a radio. You could build a radio. And it's like, oh, but you don't know how to make the wires. Yeah. If you have the wires, you can make a radio, but you don't know how to make the wires. You know what I mean? And, and that's yeah. where it gets really into humans 
we're such social creatures, but our technology is also social. Yeah. Right? Our, our understanding of the world is fractured into all of our little brains. And, you know, you can say, like, we're more independent than ants, but in a lot of ways we aren't. We are a colony that has to work together towards our goals because if you're on your own, there's very little that you can actually accomplish. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's why that's why we love to be in groups is because... I, I could not do Nerdy Nightly without Clarus, and I don't think you could do this without me, right? God, no. <laughs> we're, we're both on this journey together, and we bring different things to it. And it's, it's what I love about humanity. It's what I love about being in this experiment that is trying to figure out the world together as a species is that, that there is no one way to do it, and there's no way to do it alone. You have to have other people. Yeah. All human beings go crazy by themselves. It's, it's just a fact of life. And I, I think that it's one of the things that Robert Jordan does really well in the books is tell that story of you you need people. Like, Rand needs people. Yeah. Kat Swain is right about that. I don't agree with her methods, and I think that she lets him down a lot. But Kat Swain is right that Rand needs people because you can't do this by yourself. Yeah. You're never going to know enough. He needs Min. He needs Avienda. He needs Elaine. He needs Perrin. He needs Matt. He needs Nynaeve. He needs Egwene. He needs them. And they need yeah. him. And it's, it, it's what makes humans beautiful and wonderful and so special is is the fact that we really do need each other and that yeah. we are genetically engineered by evolution to need one another. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, uh, Monkey wants to know if you think that the Age of Legends had doomed to stay preppers. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. That's, why, that's think... why they find the stasis boxes. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. the stasis boxes are for. Um, Glenn Peterson, thank Glenn, you for that super thank chat. You. <laughs> um, make the Shadow more interesting. All of their channelers were with Savannah. From a tactics perspective, doesn't that give them some weight? No. At this point, it's just like, it's just going on too long. Maybe if they do something cool, Glenn Peterson, I'll, I'll, disagree, I'll, I'll disagree with my past self. But like, it is the fact that they, we cut to them and they're just kind of, they're just kind of existing. Yeah. They're and just it doesn't, doing they, the thing. they don't feel like they can factor into the plot for much longer. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that we're not just dealing with them and that we're dragging it out across books by having it be the first six chapters of this book and then never mentioned again is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like dealing with Masima seems to be infinitely more important than with the Shido. And so but I, he's also not in the book. after well, that point. So it's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't, I also don't really care about Masima's army all that much. Yeah. They're just kind of like awful. Yeah. Uh, Perry Wolf, thank you for that super duper chat. Um, um, regarding the title of the stream, do you feel there might be consequences for male forsaken dark friend channelers no longer needing the dark one to protect them from the taint while channeling? I do. Yes. I think someone's going to flip. I don't yeah. know who's going to flip, but I someone. And I would love, 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 love for it to be Demandred. Oh, I think it would God, be yeah. really interesting if Demandred is the one that goes good. What if, what if, um, oh my God. And I can't remember his name. God damn it. What if, uh, as... Not, Asmodian? As, I was about to say Asmongold. <laughs> what if Asmodian is not dead and he, like, turns to no, Ren for no, real? No, 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 he's dead. Okay. Asmodian is a thousand percent dead. No, I know. He's, it's been five books. He's dead. I know. Um, I would love for Demandra to flip. I think that would be very interesting. Because, mm-hmm. and then, like... Uh, Do you think Tame tries to flip? Like, nope. no, Rand, I, I just did it so that I, I could keep surviving. I don't for one second think Tame flips. Okay. I think Tame, because Tame didn't have the protection of the Dark One, and he uh-huh. still did it. Uh-huh. I think Tame just likes being a shit disturber. Um, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, Perry Wolf, regarding the title of the stream, y'all, do you want to know something fun about this stream? Um, so it's limited monetization. 
because the title. because I wrote whatever it is, scrubbing the taint or whatever. And so um, YouTube is only going to run like lower quality ads on this video because the title is too sexually suggestive. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the funniest shit. I love that the word taint is sexually suggestive on YouTube. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, they've clearly mm. never read The Wheel of Time. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. a, a Darth Vader moment? Yes, MJ Daniel. I would love if Demander gets a Darth, uh, Darth Vader moment. <laughs> God. Mm, I, I think that would be fun. That would, yeah. It would be fun to watch someone turn, because, like, Asmodian didn't have a choice. Like, it would be fun to have someone turn of their own volition. Yeah. I guess we got, um, not here in Ingtar. Or was it Huron? I don't know. Honestly, I yeah. think it's kind of weird that Lanfear was brought back when she kind of made it clear that, like, the Dark One comes second to Lucerin. Yeah. Like, no, I, I think that the Dark One... I think the Dark One has more of a hold on... Oh, no, 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 no. The, no, she's brought back with that, with the Corsova. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, if 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 the if she put the Dark One above Lucerin, I think that she wouldn't have a Corsova. I think that Corsova is to keep her in place because the Dark One needs her power, mm. but also knows that she loves Lucerin so much. Right, Ingtar. Right. Huron's the sniffer. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> right, 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 right. Ingtar Gosh. was cool, but that was eight books ago. What I agree with throwback. that. throwback. I agree with that. It was eight books ago. I would like to see a Forsaken turn. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Joe Berlin uh, asks... The other thing I would like is oh. uh, I would like new Forsaken. I would like if the Dark One like makes Forsaken for the... Like, turns some people into Forsaken for the final battle. Mm. And I think a really interesting one would be if um, Pat and Fane becomes a Forsaken because yeah. Mashadar's dead now. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe. Because Pat and Fane clearly has some powers. Yeah, yeah And I yeah. think it would be interesting to have the Dark One elevate him. Yeah. Um, and, like, forgive him, but then yeah. use him as a sacrificial lamb in the final fight. That's fair. Uh, hi, Holly. Enjoy hey, your lunch. Hey, Holly. Uh, guys, Holly Wolf was a good friend of ours. Go subscribe to her channel. She's yeah. wonderful. If you're not following Holly, you're missing out on um, some of the most ridiculous gardening content you'll ever witness. <laughs> um, and if you like Genshin, <clears throat> yeah. you know where to go. Yeah, if you want to slowly get to the point where you get turned on by plants, go watch Holly Wolf's Gardening <laughs> Channel. New kink unlocked. <clears throat> New kink unlocked. Uh, hi, Holly. No, it's like Pavlov's dogs, you know what I mean? Where you're like... I love it. Like, a year later, you're like, I know so much about gardening, and every time I see green, I'm just rock hard. It's so, <laughs> it's so it's weird. It's the color. It does it for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Joe Berlin asks, what will the She's red... She's going to be so mad at me for that. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There See, it is. Sorry, thank you for that super chat. Here's some monetization for you. Also, Happy New Year. Thank Happy New Year you. to you as well. Happy New Year. We are going to do a um, morning show on Monday for those yeah. of you who would like to come around, hang out, welcome in the new year, and um, hear about like our, our Calgary trip. Uh, we will be live uh, here, Nerdy Nightly, Monday mm -hmm. morning for our morning show. So hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. Um, Joe Berlin, for the third time, asks, what will the Red Aja make of the cleansing? Mm. Still continue to hunt and gentle male channelers. Any idea what else? What could a new purpose be? Kathura, thank you for uh, joining the Nargs of the Nerd Table. Welcome back to the Nerd um, Table. The Red Aja is going to get wiped out uh, in the Battle of the White Tower, and they're not going to exist anymore, so I don't know that that matters. You think they're, like, done done? Yeah. The Salad Barbarians, are. there's never going to be a Red Aja again after this. Yeah, well, especially because <laughs> Holly Wolf buys more green clothes. That's how that. That's how that that's works. Um, <laughs> Holly would be of the green Aja. 
Green Aja? Yeah, Holly yeah, for yeah. sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. With her army of simps, like, oh my god, <laughs> she would have so many warders. Yes, hundred percent. Holly has no, no idea, idea what, what we're, we're talking, talking about, about, but it's fine. Just go with it. <laughs> Just go with it. Um, uh, Glenn I, Peterson says, uh, "Thank you for that super chat." Uh, oh my, the closer you guys get to the end, the more enjoyable your speculation is becoming. I'm grinning as I think, "Oh, just wait for it." Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be something. But no, I'm like sure. I, I like because doesn't isn't the stole that Egwene is wearing the the one that they create for her in Saladar? Yeah, it doesn't have a red line on it. Like they, the Saladarians have already cut the red Aja out. Well, because they believe that the red Aja literally fabricated certain male channelers oh, to, yeah, yeah. to like um not instigate, but the, to have their their presence be a necessity. You know, and and yeah, I think that the red, I think the red Aja are screwed. I definitely believe in the pink Aja. People need therapy in this freaking crazy messed up world. Um, so yeah, red Aja are gonna be gone, and then they're just gonna take yeah. a little bit of bleach on everybody's thing and and make it pink instead of red. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I don't think the red Aja exists. I think I think they get rid of it. Um, I think that there's not really a purpose for it anymore, and the betrayal. I I, I think Egwene wins, and I think she becomes the Emerlin seat. Yeah. And I think that because of that, um, the Red Aja ceases to exist. Yeah. Because the Red Aja can't just hunt male channelers. If it, like, that, that would be Oh, fair. I have it backwards. The Salabar does have the red. The tower, Aleda cut off the blue off of her. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, I remember one of them doing it, but I could, yeah, I, yeah, I had so it backwards. Yeah, I don't remember that, but it would make sense. Um, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. If, like, if the Red Aja became more of, like, a... Uh, but no, the the green Aja are the battle Aja, so no, you can't you can't really have both. I just don't really understand what their purpose is without the taint. Yeah, no, I agree. They exist because of the taint, and now that the taint is gone, <clears throat> and yeah. a lot of the red Aja are currently like like bond slaves of the Ashman anyway. Yeah. So like I don't know. So that makes things super weird. Yes. Remember that super weird thing that we didn't have to deal with in this book? Yeah, I do remember oh my that. God. Our farms, welcome on in to your first live book club. <clears throat> it's uh, uh, spicy up in here. Iljwam says, "What do you think is next on Rand's agenda?" That's foursome. Yeah, we kind of already already answered that. Um, I, like I, immediately next, uh, I think that he's going to be asleep for like half of the next book. I think him and I need, I, I think literally. Yeah, him I, and I, I need pass out. Well, yeah. and I think it's going to be important because I think that they're going to be like chased and the like Lan, Ketswain, like that team is going to have to try and keep them safe as the Forsaken try and kill them while they're unconscious. Because mm. when is the best time to attack the Dragon Reborn? When he's out, mm. right? And so mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the next book is going to deal with the fact that they're. Yes. <laughs> Holly's like, mm, taint. No, Holly, the taint is a very real thing. <laughs> Holly knows. Oh, She's familiar with the taint. Jesus Christ. It, 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 I swear it's different in this book. <laughs> you know what? Just don't. Oh, God. It's fine. Uh, I resume. Thank you for that super chat. Red Aja equals police. Green Aja equals army. Yes. Right, but the thing you, that they're policing doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, before, but in the before times, yes, you would need both. But now, mm -hmm. I don't think so much. Well, and as we're heading towards Tarmigade and everyone is in the army. Sorry, you've been conscripted. The Dark One is trying to end all life on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The devil is coming and we have to fight him at the gates. Nobody gets to be <laughs> the, the, the We don't need police. We yeah, need warriors. Yeah, everyone, everyone's got to contribute somehow. I think, so. I think like some form of Red Aja might exist after the final battle, but I just don't really see what purpose they serve in the next like four books. I, I think it has to be something different. You know, I, I think it has to. I would honestly love to see uh, like a more optimistic, happier take and that the Red Aja like 
learn and like pivot and like find like mm-hmm. a purpose in life but i don't actually believe that that's going to happen mm-hmm. um <laughs> um uh, monkey says we've answered the majority of the questions already in our m- ramblings malindo so. says they still specialize in fighting channelers not really though well a lot of the male channelers like don't don't know what they're doing but they also the male channelers aren't dark friends and so they can't fight them unless the male channelers attack them and if the male channelers aren't on the bad side the, yeah. like like the the purpose of the red aja is to is to cleanse the male half of the one power and so because those men aren't going mad anymore those women can't attack them because they're not dark friends uh, yes, within, within how the three friends. oaths work. Yes, right. yes, because right. of the oaths. So, like, yeah, the the, the red mm-hmm. Aja is good at fighting Mazram Tame and Morden and um, mm-hmm. uh, Demandred, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Tethanus, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Is that instead of it being just the male half of the power, that the red Aja like are are, are responsible for anyone who is abusing the one power? But again, I feel like but who, but, the greens and the reds would then have very similar like. I just don't see a reason for both of them. But then the Red Aja is what? Like, just policing Police. the Athan Mayur? Well, I We're mean, literally yeah. just going to have them policing minorities? I really hope that's not the plot this goes with, because that would be really fucking weird. Yeah. That would be uncomfy in a big yeah. way. Yeah, it would be more interesting if the Red Aja were more like... Um, like teachers, you know, the author and Mir want to know what the White Tower well, they wants might to get know. Forced into that. Well, they might. Yes, they might. Let's uh, let's move on to the next question. Yeah. Uh, Crash Ltd says an instance of a well has been introduced prior to Winter's Heart. Can you take a stab and guess when we first encountered a well in the story? I think that question is clearly about. Um, yeah, the well. The is well the, is at uh, the Eye of the World. Turvok, yeah. a ten-month narg. Turvok, thank you. Thank you. Have you speculated any more on Noel, good, bad, etc.? We just got here. I mean, knowing Robert Jordan, he's no probably idea. another Forsaken. Moiraine. What if Noel is Moiraine? And can you use? But why would Moiraine go to Matt? Why would Moiraine? Because maybe go that's to where Matt? she spun out. What if Noel is Moraine? If Sindane is Lanfear, why can't Noel... If, and if Osengar and Arangar can be people of the opposite gender, what if Noel... What if the what if the Elf and Elfin are in Shara, okay. and they spent some time over there, and that's why she has stories about Shara, and she's been spun out, and she's trying to protect Matt because she knows Matt's important, but she knows Matt doesn't trust Moraine because she the remembers only... Matt not trusting her, and so Moraine is Noel, and she's just using her powers to hide that she's there and helping out. What if Noel is Moraine? Okay, the only reason... What if Noel is Moraine? The only reason Wait. that I think it's not is because Noel is good with weapons and we've never seen Moraine use knives or daggers. You're telling me Moraine spent 40 years with Lan and never learned how to use a goddamn thing? Don't buy it. Lan yeah. would be like, no, what? you are going to learn. They're like hanging out in the woods. They've got nothing to do. He's like, here's, here's how you... Nothing to do? What do you think? They're just like hanging out? They're no, not they're busy. like traveling and they're... What if Noel is Moraine, is all I'm saying. And she doesn't think that Matt trusts Aes Sedai, so she's hiding it from him because she's worried that he'll push her away. And so she pretends to be this guy. You know what? Maybe. You know what? I, that, that is possible. It is possible. The problem sure. is it's probably not what's going to happen, and so I'm going to be less... I'm going to be like, oh, I wish it was what I came up with. Yeah. I'm disappointing myself in advance. Yeah. I don't know. They just feel like different characters to me. And, you know, like, that's fine. But 
That'd be great. It would be it very funny. It would be kind of cool. Um, speaking of uh, people who have been brought back, Mark Torres says, Osengar reveals many things about Moradin in the final chapter. What did you make of these revelations? The the fact that Moradin was mad before... All of this. Before, you know, in the Age of Legends, implies to me that Moradin is... We're going to reveal through Luce Theron when Luce... So, so uh, Luce Theron is still going to be in Rand's head, I believe. Luce Theron and Rand are going to meet Moradin. And Luce Theron is... It, Moradin is going to be Luce Theron's best friend from the Age of Legends, who was at... No, no, no. Hear me I'm out. I'm sorry. Is out. this Captain America Winter Soldier? Yes. Hear me out. Luce Theron is... They're going to meet Moradin. Luce Theron is going to remember him as one of the channelers who was with him when they opened the boar oh, and the Oh, one of the 100? Yes. Yes. He's going to be Luce Theron's best friend. And the taint is going to have gotten them both mad. And when Luce Theron died, Moradin got trapped with the Forsaken. Because they had to trap the Forsaken, right? Moradin got trapped with them. And because Moradin he was mad... Moradin is the reason that the taint was allowed through. And so Moradin is going to be the best friend. No, no, no. The taint will have already happened. The, no, no. When, oh, because they... Sorry, they went to cleanse. What? No, they didn't go to cleanse the taint. No, they went to go kill the Dark One. Yeah, and so yeah. if Moradin was there as part of the 100, maybe yes. he was the open vessel for the Dark One to, to taint the power. No, no, no. Th- that happened when... Th- th- that... Moradin went mad after that. While Luce Theron was going mad. Moradin and Luce Theron went mad at the same time. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Right? Because Moradin had to go mad before the breaking of the world. Right? Uh-huh. So Morden went mad after they attacked, a- after the taint was put on the male half of the power. At that moment, Morden and Luce Theron still best friends. Okay. Then the taint hits the male half of the one power. Luce Theron and Morden both go mad over the because of the taint on the male half of the one power. And then Morden turned evil because you he went mad. You think goes unmad? No, no, no. Because he, he goes mad because of the true sword? No, no, no. Power. That's not true. Yeah. No, Osengar says that Morden was mad before the breaking of the world. Yeah, but that still doesn't... But that could mean he was still using the true source before then. Sure, but then that then then, then Morden's just fucking anybody. It is more... F- I'm saying it's interesting if Luce Theron sees Morden and is like, fuck, that's my best friend. Yeah, and no, he's I, evil now because of the taint on the one power. Them knowing one another is definitely cool. I like I the, I do not discount that for sure. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Hmm. I, I feel like what I just laid out is, I don't understand what the, what, where you got lost in what I just well, laid no, out. Well, no, I just, I think that like Morden was using the true power beforehand, which is why he went mad. But we don't it know would that. be weird if he started using the true power only since they got like let out because they've only been out really recently. So he wouldn't have so many saw in his eyes. We don't, but we don't know anything that you just said. You just invented all of, like you, that. Everything that you just said is Every, assumptions yeah. that you just made. Yeah, everything that I nothing have said, that you just said no, is okay, in the okay, books. okay. But listen to me. Everything that I have said is my impressions of what the book has like led me to believe. Not that it's fact by any means. Okay, but you said we don't know that, and then and then you said a bunch of stuff that you don't know. Like you're like those are all impressions that you can have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is but that the way that, you that just this said, has been laid out is that to me it feels like. The madness was still because of the true power. And that, that doesn't have to necessarily be true. I, I, I admit that. But like the saw in the eyes, they comment on how much there is and how many and how often he's using it. But we don't know that, so, the, that the true power drives you mad. 
Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we know we that do. it's more addictive than the the than the source. No, no, no. They've said they've said that chat chat can help me, right? It said that they they've told that that the true source uh, is more addictive and therefore makes you go mad. That's why I'm, I thought that was why more. But there's no taint on the true power, right? No. It's more addictive, but I don't think that it's. I don't think that it drives you crazy. It's like maddening, right, <laughs> Holly? <laughs> Welcome my parents to are club. No, no, I, I'm just saying that, like. <sighs> I, I look. I, I, here's I, the thing. I do, I'm not discounting anything that you said. Absolutely not. I just. I don't think we have like evidence. Like, I, I don't know if we have enough information. For for it for me to like be swayed one way or the other because oh, the no, book no, has that's been fair. very like wishy washy on it right like we mm-hmm. don't have a lot of confirmed stuff sure I'm just saying that I think that if Morden is just a person who was Morden who's mm-hmm. always been evil and that he went mad he was evil and went mad like I think that they bring up Osin I they, they, like Osengar brings up Morden being mad before the age of before the breaking yeah intentionally and the there has to be a reason he was mad back then. But then why would he turn to the Dark One if he was already mad? Like, did he think that it what? would get fixed? Because he's mad. He's insane. Uh, insane I, people are, go evil. Sure. I, that's just, like, kind of less interesting. Luce Theron went mad and killed his... What yeah. What is less interesting about my best friend works for the devil now because he went crazy? No, like, Because that part of is, my choice. That, that, that part is true, yeah. Like, like Luce Theron would be... Luce Theron taking the Hundred Companions to the boar would be the reason Morden went mad. He literally would lose his best friend to madness mm-hmm. because of his choice. How is that not yeah. more interesting than, oh, no, Morden was an evil guy back then and is an evil guy now that no one really knows? Like, that, that to me is what I find saying, uninteresting about Morgan. I'm just saying, like, him choosing to go evil because he went mad is just not the most interesting choice, which is fine. It doesn't, like, have to be. But that's um, what all of the... But that's what the madness has done consistently, right? Like, that's what happened to Luce Theron. But that's, that's not why Demandred to... and Samael and... Uh, as... Oh, sure. That's not why they went to the Dark One. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that if Luce Theron's best friend turned to the Dark One because of the madness that is Luce Theron's fault... That's great storytelling. That's yeah. really interesting and like cuz then cuz then does Rand kill Morden or does Rand try and redeem Morden? Yeah, for some reason I just like had connected the like saw in like the eyes to like the the like to going mad and I don't know if that was just a thing that I inferred or if it was implied. Like I the, the problem is like I don't remember exactly when it was. The and saw so in the eyes is from the true power. It's from the true power which I thought was like aiding in like madness. But now chat is, some of them are saying that, yes, that is correct. And some of them are saying, no, that's actually not, like, said. And so, I like, I don't I think genuinely it's I'm not said sure. that the true power is tainted. No, it's, it's not tainted. I've never said it's tainted. And you need permission to use it. But yeah, here's the thing. it's not tainted. But here's the thing. In order to use the true power, you already have to be on the dark one side. Yeah, but, they, so they, remember how they talk about, like, taking in the power is this, like, euphoric experience. Okay. And and some of them are like, God, if I if I took in that much power, I would lose my mind, right? We know that the true source is like more euphoric and addicting. So it it just in my head stands to reason that that would drive people towards madness, but but I but it, I don't think it has been like confirmed, and so I I don't know. The power yeah. of taint. Holly's really stuck on the taint. Yeah, Holly, trust me. When Welcome we first, to the Wheel of Time. When we first read the book, we were like, wow, I've never read taint so many times <laughs> in my life. 
Um, yeah, here's I don't know. The thing. I, I, think I just it's think cool. that in your the the version of it that you're telling me mm-hmm. is probably what it is. I just think that it's <laughs> it makes Moradin. It, it's a less. It just makes Moradin kind of. I want I want there to be something to Moradin that is like wildly interesting. Yeah. yeah and yeah. right now he doesn't have anything like that mm-hmm. because he's just a non-entity to me. Yeah. I don't know who he is. I don't know what his relationship is to anybody. Yeah. He has the Corsuvra over um, Magidian and Lanfear, which is which is like power, but like. I just don't find Moradin interesting. Yeah. And I want them to do something with the character that makes me care about the fight against him. Yeah. Rather than him just be a powerful obstacle. We should go back and read the chapter with the flashback to the Age of Legends where we saw Lanfear. Mm-hmm. We should go back and read that chapter and see if there's anybody else in that chapter that we think might... Oh, in Ruidian? Be, yeah, 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 might yeah. be connected to the story in present day. Because I feel like there might be... There, 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 there very well might be. But also, I just, I think that, I, 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 we, we don't know that the true power causes people to go mad. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're assuming that using the true power made him mad. And I'm, I'm saying that, yeah. like, the only, the only route to madness that we know of for sure. Yes, yes. For sure mm-hmm. is the route to madness that comes from the taint on the male half of the one power. Yes, totally. Osengar saying that Moradin was mad before the, before the breaking could very well be to me that, that yeah. he was a channeler mm-hmm. who was not on the dark one side who was channeling mm-hmm. and if he's that then he was with the hundred companions right yeah and if he's with the hundred companions the most interesting version of him being with the one compa- hundred companions and mm-hmm. still being alive is that he was loose theron's best friend and maybe he went to the dark one mm-hmm. because he feels like loose theron's actions in attacking the boar mm-hmm. caused the dark one to be released and he blames loose theron for that maybe I'm saying that your yeah. your version makes him a random evil person, mm-hmm. and my version makes him a inherently important character to our protagonist, right? Yeah. And in yeah. The, in in a choice between those two things, I'm always going to go towards the second one because him just being, it's the difference between the villain of the books being Voldemort, the man who killed Harry Potter's parents, and being just a random evil guy, like. Oh no, it's Lucius Malfoy. He wasn't there when your parents died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's the dad of a guy you went to school with. Yeah. Like Lucius Malfoy isn't the main villain because he's a he's a he's the parent of Harry Potter's bully. Yeah, he's just a guy who sucks. Voldemort killed it. Like, and so I think that Moradin should be connected to Luce Theron in a way that is like inherent to Luce Theron's identity. Uh, yeah, I think so that, that when he pits him against Rand, cool. it's more interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love that. I, I would love that. I I just assumed that like, for like I I already said it, it doesn't matter. But like the, one of the reasons why I'm sad Samael's gone mm-hmm. is because Samael was Luce Theron's rival in the Age of Legends. Yes, and that is super interesting. Yes, their relationship makes the conflict interesting. Lanfear is a good villain because she loved Luce Theron mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. If Morden is going to take over as the main villain. I feel like he has to have a connection to this somehow. And I right now he doesn't. That's fair. I would definitely be more interested if he, like, yeah, if he was connected in a way that wasn't just the uh, one of the big bads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. That was, uh, Mark Torres, thank you for that. That was a great question. I love question. thinking about Morden because um, there's a lot there and I want more. Yes. Um, Mark Torres also asks, uh, considering that Tuan is a slaver, what would it take to redeem her character? It would take her realizing the wrongs yeah. and, and and actively and working to dismantle act- Sanchin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And- Being like, actually, that's bad. Let's not 
like put collars on people and keep them in kennels as pets. Like, I think that if I think that if the Crystal Throne comes into this, if Tuan leads like a revolution against Crystal Throne, takes over and dismantles slavery, that is the only way to redeem her. Yeah. She becomes queen and she removes slavery from their culture. Or even if she doesn't do it in a big grand way because she's not able to, like even if she doesn't have that ability, if she does like what a kind of what Aginan is doing, we don't hundred percent know, but like but, like, yeah, if she works to help free even one at a time to figure that out, to dismantle that, to she, convince people. No, she's the people, future queen. She has the power. No but one, do you think after being captured, she's still going to be future queen? Like, they, they, there might be a weird... That's not work. It might be. Being, they might kidnapped, be, being kidnapped does not remove your no, claim no. to the throne. Okay, but here's the problem. She goes back after being kidnapped, and she's like, so we've been doing it wrong. Everybody's like, you've been brainwashed. You're not fit to be leader. Like... That's not how. That's, it's not a democracy. You know what I mean. No, that's it, not. That's not how being queen works. It becomes a democracy when everybody's against you. No, it becomes anarchy. But sure, yes. No, no, no. It doesn't be like the Sanchen are not a democracy. No. They are. They are. They are total. They're complete. Like top down. Like there is a monarchy, and what they say goes. Yes, but Tuan, Tuan the does not lose her like status no, no, no. as the daughter of the nine moons because she got kidnapped one time. But the Key foundation of Sanchin culture is that channelers should be collared. Like, that is, like, a pillar of what they believe. And so you take that away, I think it's kind of like the IEL. Everybody goes fucking crazy. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, like, but, but that would be after she's... she. Th th they wouldn't know that until she was queen and did that. So, well, like, I'm, they might they might revolt against her. There might be anarchy within the, king, the, the Sanchin kingdom. Right. But... She would still be queen when that happens. Yeah. That, they wouldn't be like, no, we can't make you queen. You got kidnapped one time. That would be insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only way that she can be redeemed is if she does something to, yeah, like, right the wrongs that she has participated in in her past. Um, You've stated that bonding someone is only... Uh, this is a, a Mark Torres' last question. Uh, you've stated that bonding someone is only okay if consent is given. That is true about all things. Um, considering the compulsion aspect of the bond, mm. can consent really be given if it can also, if it cannot also be withdrawn? So the thing with the consent is that it's given because you trust the person, right? Bonding someone non-consensually, we know, mm -hmm. is is terrible. But if you yeah. under if you understand what you're getting into, yeah. right? If you are like, look, the reality of this is that this can be a part of it, and there there are people who probably have and like will abuse that. Yeah. But if yes, consent can be given if you know exactly what you are walking into. Right. If, if you're I, like, I understand that this could be a reality of it and I trust you to respect me and to not, yeah. then I think that that's that has to be a part of the discussion. I, I think that that. I, yeah, I think that the, 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 the act of bonding, if both sides are consenting to it and the realities of it are laid out, then, yes, it, it absolutely can be consensual. I think that it becomes a problem when the compulsion is used. But that yeah. is true of all things. Like, like marriage can become abusive, but the day of the marriage, everything's great, right? Like, I think that mm. judging judging the consent of an action based on the possibility of future actions is 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 complicated, and it, like, I don't know. I, I I I understand where you're coming from. Like, I understand the point of like, if consent can't be revoked later, is it true consent? Well, the bond can the bond be revoked or can it be passed? Only passed. Uh, we don't know. Um, but no, I, I, it's an interesting question, Mark Torres, that... Um, I think maybe we'll have a, a better answer yeah. at the end of the series if we get more information. Yeah. yeah. 
Sean Ashaman asks, with the introduction of formatting, if you were to create a city in the Wheel of Time world, what would it look like, special attributes it would have, and would the government structure be like? Um, if I were to create a city in medieval times, I, I don't know. Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, it would probably be, like, somewhere really warm, um, but that has seasons, you know? Yeah, yeah. But would not like be alien because the swamp. Um, the special- <laughs> so not Florida. No, Warm, God, but no. not. No, no, no. I don't want to live in a hurricane. I'm thinking more like, um, you know what? I like Denver, Colorado. I would live near the mountains. I like the mountains. But yeah, Denver doesn't Chinooks. get as cold as Calgary. Yeah. No, yeah. there's no Chinooks in Denver. Um, oh, I thought you said it was by the mountains. Yeah, but you don't. The the you need the hills like Calgary. The Chinooks in Calgary are really weird. There's a bunch of things that need to happen in order for Chinooks to happen, and you don't get them in very many places in the world. Gotcha. Um. I don't know. I would. I would. I would have a democracy, which would be weird. Um, there would be no slavery, which would be weird for Randland. Uh, and it would be weird for Randland. Um, I think that honestly, I would create a world like closer. I would create like, like the, like it would be a utopia. I don't know. Because why would I create a world that has problems? My city would be the fucking best. Here's the thing. People I- would be like just fucking everywhere. It would be like so sexual and hot, but like. Everyone would be. It would all be about consent. Yeah. Everyone would be hot. The mm-hmm. special attributes in my in my city is that everyone has. Everyone's hot. Everyoneone's hot. Like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I Lizzo would, would be queen, and she would like play the yes. flute every morning to wake yes. people up. Yes, that's like your like morning alarm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Lizzo just like in her carriage down the street with some like beautiful flute. Um, I, okay, this is not, like, an original idea, but I would love to have, like, an Ogier city that was, like, sung out of the trees, you know? Like, that Ooh. kind of, like, nature-esque. No. Like, but it, but it, oh my god, yes. Yes. Hear me out. Okay. Ewok city, up in the trees. Yeah, okay, okay. Sung by the, but, and, and there's Ewoks there. And so I get to sure? live among, oh, no, 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 wait, wait, sure? I take it all back. No, fuck that. Fuck my earlier city. I live, me and Clarus. You're wearing the like Princess Leia dress from the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, so and we just live with Star Ewoks Wars. and no other people. Great. And the Ogier are like down at the bottom. But here's the problem: it'd be really hard to have like threesomes with other humans if none of them lived in the city. No, people can visit us, but we okay. just don't have to deal with them the majority S- of the special time. Special invitation to to come yes. hang out. Okay, gotcha. You can receive a special invitation to come have a threesome. <laughs> but the, the 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 one the one the one <laughs> caveat of the threesomes that you have with uh-huh. us is the Ewoks do get to watch. Uh, wow, okay. That is their form of entertainment. You know what? I don't know if I don't know if I'm on the same page as that, actually. I think we're gonna I, I, I think we're gonna have to change that one. That would not be my ideal Wheel of Time City. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's just like a coliseum in the trees where we have threesomes with people and there's just hundreds of Ewoks watching us. Yeah, no, I hate that. Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> and they play Stormtrooper helmet drums to also, the rhythm of our sex. Why Ewoks? Like what I just like Ewoks. It They're just cute. Had to be Star Wars. They're, it's like living with teddy bears that would like take care of us. Anyways, that would that would be my. I would have pygmy Ogier. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to keep going. We're running out of time. You're here. right. Um, you're right. You're right. Father you're right. Jerusalem, what kind of pizza do you think each of your main characters would like best? And no, me craving pizza right now has nothing to do with the question. Uh, what a scurrilous. Accusation. Oh, Holly, this is what our podcast is like. Yeah, Welcome. I was going to apologize, Holly, and be like, you would watch this episode of the podcast, but this is not actually that far <laughs> off from what's <laughs> normally going. Uh, I we'll send you an invitation, Holly. Don't worry. 
<laughs> or <laughs> thank you for that super chat. Uh, <laughs> Nerdy mayor of Orgyville. That sounds right. That sounds right somehow. Um. Okay. Sorry. What kind of pizza? I really hope my mom didn't watch. My mom always watches the in, the beginning of these shows. She's so I hope she didn't now. get to this point. She, she's gone by now. She's gone after the first twenty minutes, probably. <laughs> um. Yup, nub is not a good <laughs> sex song. Yup, nub. I hate it. I hate it. Yum, nub. Oh, oh my, my god, that's so funny. <laughs> God. Anyways, we have a question about pizza. Um, which, yeah, which kind of pizza do you think our characters would like best? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say that um, I'm gonna say that uh, Matt is our pineapple ham Hawaiian pizza guy. Um, I'm I'm gonna say that he's like you outside that the box. Matt. Matt is the controversial one, yeah. Matt likes pineapple on pizza. All right. Yeah, he's like, he's right. like, I don't give a shit what y'all think. I like what I like, okay? I think Nynaeve is pepperoni and cheese. That's it. Nothing else. Meat and cheese. Nothing nothing spicy about it. Egwene likes sardines on her pizza. Are you sure you don't mean swan? N- oh, no. Swan just eats the sardines. Sar- yeah, swan yeah, yeah. orders a sardine pizza uh-huh. and then picks off the sardines and doesn't eat the pizza. Fair enough. But okay. no, Egwene, Egwene would like something fucking weird. Or like, Egwene would be like, I like mushrooms and black olives only. And you're like, what? Yeah, okay, interesting choice. Yeah. Um. Perrin is all meat. Yeah. yeah Perrin yeah. is like meat lovers to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. And Rand is just cheese. Just cheese? Yeah, Rand is like a cheese pizza boy. He's too indecisive to put toppings on it, so he just gets a cheese pizza. But like, he needs sustenance. He uses a lot of energy. I feel like you gotta you got put... I mean, maybe. Plain Two Rivers Wool Pizza. <laughs> Wait, can we can we briefly distract ourselves uh, and just be like, is how crazy is it that Andrew Tate is arrested because of a pizza box? That like, let's go pizza. Yeah, well, the pizza has never worked harder in its whole life. I I truly never thought that the collaboration of the year would be Greta Thunberg and a pizza box, but but um, hey, what we're a living in crazy times. What a you collab! Know? What a what a the collab of the century, to be honest. Um, no, Elaine is. Just, oh, you know what? Elaine is just cheese. That's fair. That's fair. Rand puts three toppings on top. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, you know what, because everything we've said has been, like, very, you know, normal, uh, Rand is gonna be, like, our white sauce, our white sauce pizza. Avienda likes, um, cheese no sauce, because she likes it dry. (laughs) The sauce is too wet for her. You know what I mean? Are you just calling me out? What? I don't put sauce on... You put white, you know, you like white sauce. You made Rand eat your pizza. We've never gotten a pizza but with like, no sauce. For twenty five years, I had no sauce on my pizza. No, we yes. always do like we always do like the par- that Parmesan sauce is delicious. Yes, recently. It, no, no, I'm saying that because she's from the waste and she thinks it's too wet everywhere. That Avienda would not want sauce on her pizza right. because it's too wet. So she eats cheesy garlic bread. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> Carlac, <laughs> thank you guys for chat. Aleda eats the box. Uh, thank you, Carlac. That was great. Well Min done. is barbecue chicken pizza. It's a good pizza. I could see that. Yeah, I like um. I like a, there's a pizza place in New York that makes this pizza that's uh, got um, like fried chicken on it with ranch and broccoli. And it is 
Guys, broccoli on pizza is the most underrated topping. I'm telling you right now, if you like broccoli, put it on your pizza. You will thank me. Yeah, that's my favorite pizza. It doesn't, and uh, yeah, the fried chicken broccoli ranch. Sounds pretty cool. And it's not like, it's not like chicken cutlets. It's like real fried chicken that they chop up. It's an expensive slice of pizza. It's like $7 for a slice, but it is so fucking good. Worth it. All right, let's move on to um, Father Jerusalem's question. Oh, no, wait. Uh, Crash LTD. Among our main characters, who do you think can be a sleeper agent dark friend? Main character? Okay, what do you mean by main? Like That's, yeah. The Emmonsfield Five? Because none of them. Um, Bro- Halima. Guys, I'm sus of Halima. Really? Why? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think Halima. Just give you weird vibes? Yeah, I don't yeah. think, nobody loves giving massages that much. And so the fact that she's giving so many massages is sus. Super, uh, super yeah. sus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, broccoli on pizza. You'll thank me later. Holly Wolf knows what's up. Yeah. Um, if you're in the Toronto area, Gina's Pizza makes a really delicious chicken broccoli on a uh, Parmesan sauce pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. We might have that for dinner tonight. Oh. Um, main okay. character who might be a dark friend. Um, it depends how main they are, because it can't be any of our yeah. five, and it cannot be Min or Avienda. There's literally no way. And it yeah. cannot be Brigitte. Um, so, do you think maybe one of, like, Matt's boys is a dark... Davram Bashir no, is a possibility? there's no way. Yeah, no there way. is. No, there is. The Dark One said, let the Lord of Chaos rule, and Davram Bashir goes and builds an army so that Rand can go fuck shit up in other countries. Like, the, I think it's totally possible that Davram Bashir is under some weird instructions <laughs> to make sure that Rand has an army fucking shit up. Olver, Olver is a dark friend. <laughs> Olver? A hundred percent. That would be hilarious. I don't know. I don't know. Of our main characters right now, I don't. I would be really shocked if any of the characters I consider to be a main character were dark friends. Yeah. Main character is, it makes it tough because like, I, I really don't think that any of them. I, I would be interested if one of the um the main wise ones, I don't really consider any of the main characters, but like if Amis, Soralia, if someone in that group was a dark friend, mm. that would be interesting. What's up, Fabu? I don't know how being um, a dark friend yeah. works with the concept of Gia Toe, though. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Fabu. Uh, there, here's a problem. We know that there are, are Aiel dark friends. Mm-hmm. But, it, yeah, I don't really know how that works, to be honest. So, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Cease Army also says, why is Bashir not where he's supposed to be sus? 100%. Maybe. I would honestly be really sad, though, if he was a dark friend. I know. I like Davram a lot. That would be disappointing. Um, and his wife has great tits. Uh, oh, wait. So she's a woman in the Wheel of Time. everybody in the Wheel of Time. Uh, Prisu says, what theme song do you think each of the main six would have? Theme um, song? So Matt's theme song is, so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Uh, Parents is... <laughs> You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel, right? Oh, my God. Uh, Rand's theme song. Uh, I got a Gwaines. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> That's funny. You're welcome. That's funny. That's yeah. really good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll be here every Friday for the next year okay. at least. Rand's theme song is... Is, um, oh, oh, it's... If I go crazy, then would you still call me Superman? <laughs> it has to be. Oh, my God, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say... It, it, tonight. Um, I was going to say another contender for Rand is, um, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always very... That's funny. That is very funny. Yeah, those, those two are good. Those no, are it's got to be if I go crazy. No, that, that's... It's too good. That's great. That's it's great. too good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Um, and then Nynaeve's, Nynaeve's is, is afternoon delight, but she doesn't know what it means. 
fire rocket take flight. Oh, Afternoon man. delight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Afternoon delight. Who's the main six? Who's the sixth person? Well, Min and Avienda and Elaine are also maybe in there. I think the I think the theme song of the entire thing though is it's the end of the world oh, as we know it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the end, and I'm doing fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm all right. Thousand percent. Kismet Rowe says you could you have been speculating about the Black Tower tame, etc. If Ryan told you to fix the Black Tower at this point in the story, how would you do it? Uh, I would lock the gate and I would set a match. <laughs> wow, just burn them all? Well, I would get the Aes Sedai out first. Oh, no, but then they're warder. Then they're, they feel they're, their warder oh, or no, their just, things burning to death? Yeah, I know. I just think they're all evil, and so I have a feeling that... Because if, if they're not evil, then Tame would kill them. So at this point, they're probably all evil. And so I would... I have a feeling we're going to see them all die in this series anyway, so I would just, like, get it over with. <laughs> wow! Oh no, Parents was um the do in like they do it on what is this? You song and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Called. I think it's just called animals. Or it's like who let the dogs out. <laughs> I would love a bard core version of that that they play on their drums as they're who let the dogs out? And then the whole army's like, who? Who? <laughs> that would who be great. Who let the dogs out? Who? I love that. Here's the thing. Halima's theme song is I'll Make a Man Out of You. <laughs> no, that's Cat Swain's theme song. That, that's, Without a ba- doubt. You know Kat what? Cat Swain's theme song is, um, yeah. Let's get down to business. Oh my God, that's so funny. the dark one. Um, anyways. Oh, that's so funny. Rand's, Rand's theme song could also be the Arcane song. Everybody wants to be my enemy. That's true, actually. Imagine oh, dragons. Oh, the misery. Uh, that's funny. Oh, oh, Hungry Like the Wolf is good for Perrin. Also, that's good. also yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... If Rand told you to fix a black tower, how would you do it? I Burn it down. Like, you can't fix it. You can't fix people. Here's the thing. you got to cut the head off of the snake. Tame needs to die. Yeah. Um, but the problem is doing that in a way that people see that he's a dark friend and that he's evil and that they come to you instead of seeing him as some kind of martyr. So I don't know. Uh, Brian the Seventh asks, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rank each book you've read in the series thus far? Problem is, like, we didn't even remember the plot of book two. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can rank the books, but like one through 10 on each book is really tough. They're all like the worst of them is like a f- Four? five. Uh, okay. I would give Path of Daggers a five out of 10. Okay. Um, And everything else. And like, I would give like Shadow Rising a 10. Yeah. I would give Lord of Chaos a 9.5. I would give The Dragon Reborn a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give... Um, what else have we read? Uh, Fires of Heaven, I think, is like a solid, like, 8. Winter's Heart, I would give an 8.5. Fires of Heaven, I would give an 8. Yeah. Honestly, the the non-Nineveh and Elaine stuff is a 9.5 in Fires of Heaven. What drags it down to an 8 is the Nineveh and Elaine stuff. <gasps> Perry Wolf, thank you for 10 gifted memberships. Perry Wolf, thank you so much. Guys, happy anniversary for Book Club. I would give Eye of the World a 7.5, and I would give... Or no, sorry, I would give Eye of the World an 8.5 and I would give The Great Hunt a 7.5. I would give Great Hunt an 8. Uh, yeah, Crown of Swords I think is lower, like more like 7, but still like, well, 7.5 maybe. Crown of Swords I give an 8 too. Yeah, the yeah. only The only thing below an 8 to me is The Great Hunt at 7.5 and um, uh, and uh, Path of Daggers at like a 5. Yeah. 
My yeah. recency bias says that Winter's Heart is the best, and then followed by Path of Daggers, Crown of Swords, Lord of Chaos, Fires of Heaven. <laughs> Shadow no, Shadow Rising is the best one. Yeah, Shadow Rising is the yeah, best one. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> Shadow Rising, Shadow Rising isn't just the best Wheel of Time book. Shadow Rising is in is the conversation book. of best fantasy novels I've ever read. Yes, like absolutely. it's it's in that like tier of like oh this is a masterpiece work. Yeah. Um, I, I I believe it. I think Shadow Rising as a novel is a masterpiece. I love it. Yeah. Everything about it is incredible, and I yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Halima's man, I feel like a woman. I, I, I that's a great one, Kevin. Absolutely. Come on, girls. Yeah. She says that to the salad barbarians. And they're Come like, on, oh girls. my god, you whore. Um. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. That that's tough. I, I honestly would have to like reread each one to I think really give it a lot. It's hard when it's a year ago, you know. Quark's Bar asks, who are the top three? I need to know more interesting characters in this series after nine books. Morden. Morden. Morden and Morden. Okay, well. No, Morden's number one, because I, I, I want to know why he matters. Like, I, I want to know why I should care about the fight against him beyond just he's evil. I yeah. want him to be more interesting than that. Yeah, Morden. Moraine. Now that Lanfear's back, I need to know what happened to Moraine. I agree, yeah. yeah. With Lanfear being back, I 100% agree. And I think that Noel is kind of up there now because he can't just be nobody. Yeah. There's no way that he's not connect like like he's not just a random person that they ran into. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's too he has too many weird stories and Uh-huh. Yeah. Um to the Pi Piper guy, thank you so much for that super chat. Welcome back. No, welcome back to the nerd table. Um you guys are caught up now. It's not a spoiler. Please watch the Wheel of Time parody. I will follow him from One Power Ballads. Happy one year. One Power Ballads. We'll check that out. Cool, thank you. Thank you. If, uh, pop that in the Discord so we remember. I was going to say if you're in the Discord, please do send that over. Elgage asks, Smut Corner question. Rand gives Elaine a lily in winter. Please make up an Urban Dictionary entry for what that refers to. Uh, a lily in winter? Uh, well, um, it's uh, when you uh, put ice cubes in your mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. And what? Uh, well, the, it, you, you, uh, you... So once the ice cubes are in the mouth. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. step one. So what's step yeah, two? Put your ice cubes in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Step two is open the mouth. Step three is insert whatever genitalia is present in the mouth. <laughs> whatever genitalia is present. It could be for a guy or a girl. It doesn't I think matter. a Lillian Winter is a good a, a good name for a nice cute blowjob. Yeah, right? They're super weird, so. but they're fun. I would not like describe a penis as a lily. I think that that's being a little kind. I don't but, know. Yeah. It like blooms as it gets uh, aroused. Sure. Sure. You know what? Yeah. Um, Albino asks, as we haven't seen him for two full books now, how badly do you miss Loyal? Uh, a lot. <sighs> Don't know what the fuck's... Well, I don't know why he's gone. I'm going to be like honest. It. With everything else that's going on in this books, I'm kind of like, what the heck is Loyal's like, part in the rest of the series? I just wish he was with somebody. I just want him to go off with his wife and be happy and keep writing his book. But Well, but he needs to... No, no, no. He needs to be with Rain to write the book, though. So I wish that he was there for the events. Because his... Here's the thing. Loyal's perspective on events was fun. Yeah. And so to have all these events without Loyal's perspective is not my favorite. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you're right. No, you're, I miss you're him. right. I miss him, and I just, I, I, I kind of wish that he wasn't spun off into his own story like everybody else. Yeah. There's just too many characters off doing too many things at once. Yeah. Um, ADP14 says, what character do you think will be the most upsetting to find out they're a dark friend after all this time? The most upsetting would be more rain, because it would be, like, the most confusing. But the one who I think weird. is actually possible. Um, Brigitte. No, that doesn't make any sense. I know, it would be literally impossible. Uh, uh, Lan. If Lan was somehow a dark friend, 
and we didn't know it, that would be that would break. That my would heart. that would ruin me utterly. Yeah. Yeah. If he like betrays Maureen at the end of all this, or Nynaeve. Oh yeah, Lan is Lan would be the Lan most, would be the most disappointing. I also don't think it's possible. No, I don't think so either. Which is you know. I don't know. The ones the ones who I think are upsetting, I don't believe can happen. But um Berlain would upset me. Mm, that's But fair. I think that that's possible because she kind of is the worst. She kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Berlain. No, Fayil. Fayil would be so upsetting, but I would buy it. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like Fayil is Fayil is very self-motivated mm-hmm. in a way that like I would understand how she got to be a dark friend, mm-hmm. but also it would break my heart yeah. for Perrin. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Uh, Trintron says, which moment impacted you more, Dumai's Wells or the cleansing of the taint? Impacted me, Dumai's Wells, impacted the story, I think the cleansing of the taint. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, cleansing of the taint. Like, I think that, like, Dumai's Wells, in terms of, like, how it affected, well, yeah, yeah, the the cleansing of the taint, I think, like, and all the reveals, Mm -hmm. I definitely think had a bigger impact on me, but... But but Dumai's Wells is so they're both well done. It's that's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Dumai, gonna pick cleansing for me personally. Dumai's Wells had a bigger impact on my like understanding of what the scope of this series was gonna be. Yes, Whereas totally. If if the cleansing of the taint had come first, it would go the other way around. Yeah, but like the cleansing of the taint seems appropriately sized as a fight sequence. Because of Dumai's Wells. Yeah. Does that, if that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, nothing in the cleansing of the taint hit me as hard as Ashaman Kill did. You know what I mean? Fair enough. That moment was, like, getting, like, a sledgehammer to the stomach. It was so, like, wah. Yeah. No, I think that's totally fair. Marina, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> Berserker says, Nerdy Nightly, would you feel like Land came on you from behind if he was a dark friend? Oh no, you might like that. That that would be less. He can come all over my behind. Um, <laughs> Marina, thank you. Uh, who do you think will die by the end of the series? Everyone. I mean, here's the weird thing. I think thing. the dark one wins. We Controversial pre- opinion. <laughs> we we predicted Maureen would die, but the thing is, I, the problem is, I think Maureen is going to come back. So it's weird if she dies again. You know I what think. I, mean? I think like, I don't know. Lan is a big. I think Lan might die in the final battle. Um, but Nynaeve will be pregnant. Um, oh my god, that's dark. Um, I, I think, think Egwene might die. You think Egwene might die? Do you think Rand lives? Yes. You do? Okay. I think that Rob Jordan's going to give him a lot of kids. I think that he will not be able to channel, though. I think that Rand will, like, burn himself out. Or the source won't exist at the end of the books. Maybe, yeah. actually. And we come for full circle back to our time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, or, or like, it'll be, like, a fledgling source that needs to, like, grow again. Yeah, I kind of hope Fail dies, but... God damn it. Sorry. Marina Petrov, uh, thank you for that super chat. Uh, let's get back into our questions here, because we're at, like, two and a half hours already. Oopsie! Nobody saw that coming. Time in two hours and nine minutes. We have 50 more minutes before we go over our usual time. Um... Uh, Lord Dice says, how do you feel the Aes will react to the news of the cleansing both the Tower and Rebels? Will they even believe it? I think that they won't. No, here's the thing. Like, well, yeah. They're definitely not going to believe it at first. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. They'd be really stupid not to at least investigate it to then use to their advantage. But then again, the Aes Sedai are not the smartest, so I don't really know how... um, they're definitely not going to believe it at first. Yeah. For sure. For sure. They're like, yeah. Uh, Trintron asks, what has been your favorite book cover so far? Um, I think The Lord of Chaos. 
Problem is, I don't remember what they look like because our wrong. book covers look like this. I'm just like scrolling through the ones we've done really quick. Yeah, you put them on the thumbnail. Fires else. of Heaven is pretty good. Oh, Dragon Reborn had a good had a good cover. Yeah. I, I but I'm gonna go with um I I actually I really liked the cover of um um Lord of Chaos. Lord of Chaos. Okay. Yeah, with just like Rand looking fucking so hot. He was so jacked on that cover. I love it. Uh, Rantelmore asks, what percentage of the tower do you think are, is Dark Friends? Is that more or less than your estimate last book? Of the little tower or the big tower? Um, that's a good question. Because of the, the big tower, I think that there's quite a few of them that are Dark Friends. Of the little tower, I think it's much less. I think that there's Halima and the D1, and then a, a handful of other people. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe not yeah, a handful, yeah. but I think there's like half as many, at least, as that are in the White Tower. I think the White Tower is fucked. Yeah. You know, yeah, I agree with that. They found one right away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like our 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 uh, two girls. Uh, oh fuck! There's an S and a P name. Mm -hmm. They're the yeah S and P definitely like found a dark friend right away. So that tells me that there's a lot of them around. I'm gonna say less than five percent, but it's still a chunk. I'm gonna say like ten percent of the big They're tower. Then. Big tower, yeah. They're yep. fucked then. Um, I'm but I'm counting like novices and like I don't I don't know. Mm. Complicated. Um, what? Oh wait, what, what question are we on now? Uh, what Chekhov's guns from earlier in the series can you recall are still going to come back, and which aren't? They better all fucking come back. But I think the one that I most want to come back of the Chekhov's guns is. Oh, that's actually tough. Yeah, the Choden calls have now done their thing. The, something has used. to happen with the black collar. That's probably the biggest one. The, to me. the Adam, yes, the male. The Adam. male Adam is like the biggest. What is going on with that? That feels like the biggest, like, right? Yeah. Because there aren't there aren't a lot of other devices that we're aware of that I can think of. Here's the thing: we know that was it. Samael found that like trove the the. What do you call yeah. it? The but none of them. But a lot of those devices like either don't work anymore. Well, or but like, also we don't know all don't the devices know. that are in there, and so I think that that yeah. Uh, Ida, welcome back to the nerd is just table. A floppy mace. I uh, did say that. Thank you, Ida. What uh, Aja? Apart from the red, do you think is the largest percentage of dark sisters? Yellow. Really? Yeah, because um, like there the, the, there's that like old trope of like. Um, like killing and healing are the, the 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 line between killing someone and healing them is so close. Well, in Samaraj is and an example of that. Doctors and people who work with healing often have big egos because they think that they can like you know, and so I, I think that the yellow would lead people down the road of understanding humanity and the body and wanting to heal, and it leads to an ego thing and a power trip and leads to being a dark one. So I, I think yellow is probably number two. That's fair. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, probably that. Yeah. Uh, what Chekhov's guns? Yeah, I think the male Adam is the big one, right? Yeah. The problem is, like, I am trying to remember what else, like, hasn't come back. I guess the horn hasn't really come back, but it was used. That doesn't really feel like a Chekhov's gun, though, because it's been blown before. Yeah, it, ha it has been used. The problem yeah. is a lot of the ones have been... I don't, I don't think this is, like, a Chekhov's gun, but I want to know what the fuck Herod Fell found out. I can't wait for Min to figure that out. Like, I guess that's the cleansing of the taint. Min, Min, Min learned. Min helped Rand cleanse the taint with Herdfell's. That, that's what. It, uh, like, what was it? Spe like, I just I don't, don't remember what the specific. I think we'll find out on a reread. 
That's fair. Uh, Trentron yeah. says, which book do you think Elaine will give birth in? And do you think it will be off or on page? Um, I think it's going to be off page. I don't think Robert I Jordan I hope it's is on gonna... page. That would be, I, Robert Jordan writing a birthing scene to me actually does sound like comedy. Right. Because um, it's just going to be like with each heave uh, as she tried to push the baby out, her breasts jiggled, jiggled massively. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Unless it's in the next book, it's going to be Sanderson. No, sorry. He gets one more. No, two more. Yeah, there's, That's what there's I mean. two more, one more yeah. after this one. So um, I don't know. I don't know that Elaine. I don't know that there's nine months left in the series. So I, I don't know. Uh, she, she, she might give birth in the epilogue of the, of the last battle, Memory of Light. The, yeah, yeah. But then she's pregnant for the final battle, and I have to imagine Elaine's part of it, right? That's the weird thing about introducing pregnancy now and without like I don't think there's going to be like a year time jump, and so like is Elaine just pregnant for the rest of the series? No, that would be weird. I think she'll have the baby in book 13. The, like, four babies? No, Avienda has four babies. Avienda's one that's going to have quadruplets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you Karen know, Bell I... found I out know. how hot Min was. Yes. We all did. Um, uh, the Ske- Wheel of Time is just finding out how hot Min is. That is fair. Uh, Skeptical Mario. If the two of you could have a magical bond to sense each other's feelings, would you want it? No. Here's the thing. I think in a world like this where danger is like ever present, I would. Only if there only if I had traveling and could do something about it. Yes. There is no value that to me there is no value in feeling all of your anxieties if I like cuz it no, just it leads to it leads uh, it inherently leads to problems of misunderstandings or assumptions and I would rather wait for you to communicate what you need from me then try and guess based on what no, I'm no. feeling through a bond. That's what I'm saying. Like, in today's day and age, like, we have communication for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, I, I wouldn't want it now. If I was in a fantasy series where both of us were in constant danger at all times, I would never want to, like, be waiting for you to, like, come home or for you to be waiting for me to come home. Like, you, I would want you to know if I was done. Like, I would want you to know if there was no help, right? Right, but any time that you have, like, anxiety or anything then I would assume the worst and That's not fair. be able to do anything about it. So I would just be miserable. I don't know what the value would be of it. Knowing that you're in danger doesn't help you. The value is not knowing whether or not you're you're dead or not. Sure. Or that you're safe. But but I yeah, no, and I get that. But I I, I just like I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be very interested in being constantly anxious about what you're feeling when you're away from me. Yeah, it also depends on, like, what kind of positions we had. Like, if we were, like, some kind of, like, warriors or whatever, that would be different than if we were just, like, farmers. Having know? said that, we are a couple that communicates very well our feelings to each other. So, like, if, if I was with someone who didn't communicate their feelings as well as I've pushed you to, um, then uh, <laughs> I would want that just to understand what's going on. But I feel like, I don't know. No, with our relationship, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I, I I agree. I don't need a magic bond. We have a great bond already. <laughs> uh, Albino asks, uh, how long do you think Robert Jordan will be able to restrain himself before he describes Elaine's pregnancy-enhanced boobies? Oh, my God. Next book. It's going to happen. That's going to be the, the prologue to I the don't, Crossroads of Twilight. I don't think he restrains himself. No. I, I don't think he even tries. I think yeah. that we will I think we will get a month-by-month update on the manner in which they've grown. Yeah. Um, and then after the baby's born, I think that we will get like pre and post um, nursing descriptions of the boobs. And they're never going to go like they're, they're never going to shrink back down again. It's going to be like a miracle. And Elaine's going to have the best boobies in all of the Wheel of Time. Yeah. 
She will pass Savannah and all the others for best titties. Exactly. Uh, Sharon Scout says, considering the amount or lack of stuff that happens in these middle books, do you think the show should have adapted the earlier books more faithfully and cut condensed in these portions in order to adapt the whole thing into eight seasons? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I feel like That's the tough. first book is adapted fairly faithfully in terms of what of events in the first book. I think that, like, obviously there's changes to the, how those events play out and whatnot, but, like... The, the first season is the first book in terms of the, the like, big story. More or less, yeah, in terms of, like, large plot points. Like, what was what was cut from Eye of the World that you would have kept? There's a lot of characterization things that I would change about what they did in the show. Yeah. But in terms of, like, the plot of the first book. Oh, uh, other than the Elaine. Yeah, I, I think that, like... I understand wanting Meeting to Elaine. I understand wanting to bring the new spring stuff in and having step in in um having step in in there to like cuz I I I I've been told that that is from new spring and like I understand that. Mm. And so like paying homage to new spring because you're not going to be able to pay homage to it later on makes sense. But I think meeting Elaine and Aleda and um I think not meeting Aleda in season 1 is actually a huge mistake considering the plot of these books, but Yeah. Um yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's tough. Berserker brings up Elias. Elias, I, I'm, I don't Elias need him. Elias has not really, like, ha- done anything super crazy active. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, except told Perrin to yell at his wife. Uh, so, I honestly, we don't need him. <laughs> Mr. Wrangler says, is Rafe leaving Wheel of Time good? I don't know what you mean. He's not leaving it. He is also going to do God of War, but he's doing both. He's not leaving Wheel of Time. Yeah, no, yeah, that's he's not, not leaving. happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh... I, I we'll talk more about we're gonna do uh re reaction to the show before season two. We'll talk more about my thoughts about the show in that show. Yes. Um yes. when we're rewatching it and we can like really dive into things that I think uh, are weird choices and things that I think are good choices. Yeah. And your you as well, not just I. No, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 be doing that closer to the show. Yeah, that'll be fun. Season two release date, yeah. Uh at this point in the series, Giovanni Oro asks, which characters do you think will be merged in the TV show? Um, People have talked about Leandrin and... Elias Huron is one. Oh, Elias Huron. I think that that will, yes, be merged. Um, but the leandrin Elena thing, I, I don't really know how they would do that. So I'm going to say not that one. That, Alvierin and Leandrin might... I, I, they might cut Alvierin from the show. Um, and then cut the, like, Leandrin gets kidnapped and turned into a Dacoval thing. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, not Duck of All. Where Leand- Leandrin's with the Shido. Yeah, we talked about Tuan. They might cut that and just have Leandrin be Alviarin, and so Aleda and Leandrin will lead the White Tower after Leandrin, because like you don't. The thing with Leandrin is you don't really need her to go to Tenchiko. Like that wasn't really all that important. So Leandrin Alviarin makes sense to me. Yeah. And then you cut the like Mogidian takes away most of her power, and they yeah. start like we do think that there will be less Forsaken. Some of them will definitely be combined uh, for sake of ease. Um, yeah. Yeah, some, some of the Forsaken, for sure. I think Samail and Robin will be somewhat mixed mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. Ro- rather than have Robin die in Camelin, I think they'll do like Rand beats Robin in Camelin, but then kills Robin in Ilian and like just mix those two characters into one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gia asks, if you could, which main character, major supporting character, would you kill to up the ante? Landon is with the Sanchin, Galena is with the Shadow. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sorry, there are a lot of characters in yeah, this. Yeah, Leandrin was the one um, in um, in the tent in the Path of Daggers scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, who would you call up the ante? Uh, the, the weird thing is I thought it would be Moraine, wait a second. but Moraine wait, 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 coming wait, wait, wait. back. No, stop for one second. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Leandrin is with Suroth. Yeah. Leandrin knows Matt. How did they not run into each other in Ebudar? Well, because um, Matt's been in Tylan's bedroom the whole time. But no, Matt like sees the, the domain when they're being walked about. The domain, yeah. Oh, she's right. She's not a domain. She's Dr. Valley. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, she can't she channel anymore. Right, 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 So right. she's just in the, I like, was like, it's so, that's weird. Road. She's also, like, it not allowed. It is a little weird that Matt didn't, and Leandrin haven't run into each other, considering she, they've been living in the same building. Okay, but Leandrin's not allowed to, like, look up without permission, so is it really that weird? Mm, yeah, okay, basically, fair, 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 fair. basically kissing the floor. Philip says, time. does she know Matt? Yeah, from yeah, the White Tower. Yeah, because Leandrin was still at the tower when Matt came to be healed. Yeah. Yeah. And Leandrin is a dark friend. She would know Matt through the dark friend socials that they had. Yeah, she Leandrin definitely knows Matt by sight. Yeah, she has to. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be weird if she was the one who didn't, who was not shown Matt, Perrin, and Rand. Like. Yeah, no, she definitely has. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gia so says if you could. Which main character, major supporting character, would you kill to up the ante? I did definitely did read that. You just read that? Yeah, before. And then you got distracted because you were like, wait, Sir Oh, that was the thing I was... Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was the thing. My brain was like turning the gears of... Of the Leandra thing. Oh, I know. Because I, I read something in chat and it just like fired off like, oh, wait, how did Leandra not recognize Matt? It there? broke him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, that, it's No, good. that's my bad. I got very distracted. We're, we're up in the ante by killing somebody. So who would it be? Hmm... Fayil, um... Yeah, Fayil could die, and I wouldn't... No, but that would up the ante, because parent, it would, it would like... And it would kind of... Morghese could die. I, that I doesn't feel, up the I don't ante. That doesn't it... mean anything right now. No, no, you're right. It only means something if Elaine knows that she's alive and then gets killed. I feel like a good one would be Shuriam. I feel like that would up the ante because she's a sitter. Like, her death would mean something because of her place in the world. Shuriam, yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, the queen that's with Perrin... She's not that important, but, like, killing a queen ups the ante of a story, right? Because of, like... Aleandra or something? Yeah. Ali Aleandra. Um, I think Suroth dying would up the ante of the fight going on. You know, like, characters that have status. Um, uh, yeah. Varen. Varen is a candidate to die to up the ante. Yeah. Because it feels like a lot of her stories told. I think, like, a death like... Um, Unlike uh, Ingtar's, where, like, she reveals what she was doing and then sacrifices herself, that ups the ante to the story quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, any of Rand's women, I don't. I think all three of them survive, but one of them dying ups the ante, and then, you know, he still has two more, so, like, you know. Yeah. No, that's that's very fair. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Wheel of Time Fan Edit uh, asks, who is your favorite Forsaken up until now? Oh. Favorite Forsaken? Yeah. Lanfear. Okay. Without a doubt. Especially now that she's back. Lanfear's great. Lanfear does shit. Lanfear's like constantly involving herself in the plot. Like, Her motives are very interesting. Yeah, Lanfear's great. She's really cool. Yeah, I, I, this this one might be weird, but I, I honestly really enjoyed Asmodian being in mm -hmm. that section of the books. Not we that just didn't was, get enough of him. Yeah, and yeah. I, th I think that that's that's the biggest problem. I, there, there are I, there are Forsaken. I'm really interested in. I want to see more like Simmerage. Yes, but we don't. I don't feel 
like I have enough on her yet. So the Forsaken that we've spent time with have mostly died quickly. And so Lanfear having survived so many things and still like pushing to be a part of it is cool to me. Like mm-hmm. Mogidian has been through a lot of these books, but she's a coward, which just isn't as interesting to me. Yeah, she she's been interesting for a while, but now that she's kind of Morden's pet, it's she doesn't have her own agency, which just makes her a little less interesting. Demagic feels like he could be interesting if we got to spend more time with him. Which we, we yeah, we don't. Semraj, Masana could be interesting so. if we spend more time with them. Yeah. But Lanfear getting her ass kicked by Olivia is fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which Forsaken do you think possesses the greatest threat to our heroes? Well, Morden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because Morden holds Lanfear and Mogidian in his hands, right? So Morden is kind of three. But if other than that, I think Demandred, weirdly, I think Demandred is going to be pitched as sort of the physical um, opponent to Rand's ability. Okay. He just feels like more like a fighter than Morden does. Morden feels more like a leader. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Morden feels like, like, if, if Rand is Achilles, then... When they go to Troy, more uh, Demandred is um, what's his name? Not who's the one that comes out and fights Achilles in front of the gates in the big the spear battle. Prince. Yeah. Um. Not Perseus. Uh. I'm trying to Hector. use Hector. Hector. Yeah. Like Demandred is Hector, and it's a good fight, but Rand wins it. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. But Demandred scares me. That's fair. Um, yeah. Ildram says, why did you think Masan and Semiraj didn't join the fight at Shadar Lagoth? Um, I have a feeling that it's going to be revealed in the next book that they're embroiled in whatever's going on at the White Tower, and so they can't. Uh, yeah, I think that they are stuck where they are, yeah. um, because these things will be happening more simultaneously than yes. it feels like at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, y'all, if you want to know something about me, the movie I have seen the most that is not a, like, IP movie is Troy. I love Troy. I had the DVD and I would watch it on long car rides until the DVD wore through. Um, I the Troy to me was like the bisexual awakening of my life. That was where I was like, oh, I think I find men attractive. Um, yeah, yeah, I think there's something going on. Some, there. For some people, it's the Mummy. For me, it's the movie Troy. Um, what do you think is the movie that I've seen the most number of times? Lord of the Rings. No. Aragon. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. Guess again. Um, I've actually told you this. I know. I'm trying to remember. I know it's you've fine. told me. I just, I'm not judging. I just I'm blanking a little bit on it. Um, the movie you've seen the most is. Mm-hmm. Fuck! I should know this. I should know this. I should know. There's this. a few of them. Have so we it's... watched it together? No. Okay. We that need helps. to do that. Um, the... Why have we not? Um. It's it's uh, it's something that it means a lot to you. It In many different me. ways, actually. Snow White? No, God, Jesus Christ. Although I did, okay. Return of the Jedi? No, but that's definitely up there. I yeah, watched yeah, yeah, that yeah. a lot as a kid. I don't know what no, is it. The movie that I have definitely hands down seen the highest number of times is Shrek. Oh, right, 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 right. Absolutely. Right. I don't know how I didn't pull that immediately. Hands down. I did know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's fine. We need to watch uh, for that For some together. reason, I didn't think of a single animated movie. I was only thinking of live action. Fair. Yeah. You know what, that, that is, Cats? 
Jesus Christ. Because Jellicles can, and Jellicles do. Jellicles can, and Jellicles do. Jellicles songs for Jellicle cats. Jellicles songs for Jellicle cats. You know what's very funny? Is that Return of the Jedi was my favorite Star Wars movie, and I didn't realize I was bisexual. You know, like, that. that is just... That bikini. That, that is just an absolute tragedy. Uh, <laughs> Luda, back again. All right, moving back to Wheel of Time. Sorry. Yeah, because we, we're, we're, we're trying to not go Sorry. all day, so we need to, like, burn through some questions here. We're trying, trying. Um, Krisu, what D&D class? We answered this in the last book. So what's a new character in this book who we can a- answer the D&D class question about? Well, who's new in this book? Olivia, Tuan. Tuan is a monk. Tuan is a monk? Yeah, because she's... Oh, she does the... She does the... Bah, 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 yeah. She hits a lot. Yeah. Tuan is a monk. There you go. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you it. want to know about everyone else, we did the D&D class question in a past full book we'll pro- Yeah, we'll do that at, like, the very end, you know? Because yeah, 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 yeah. well, yeah. things are always evolving. Uh, Father Jerusalem, which daytime soap opera would each character watch? I, I'm so sorry. I don't watch soap operas. All soap operas are the same thing to me, so I don't know. I'm assuming they all watch Days of Our Lives, because that's the only one that I've ever heard of. That you've heard of? I know. Isn't the OC a soap opera? No. That's like a... No. So, uh, soap... I it, it is like based on soap operas, but daytime soap operas is like a, its own thing. OC is like a, a, a primetime Okay. Drama. Yeah. I don't think I have ever watched a soap opera. It's like um, Days of Our Lives, As the World Turns, Passions are the three that they mentioned. It's like things that like like housewives have on while they're cleaning because you don't have to pay that much attention to understand what's happening in them. Oh, I thought... And they're filmed in a very particular style. So, so is, um, not Last of Us, uh, there's that show that everybody cried, but it's just very sad. No, no, no. Daytime soaps are, like, they're low budget, and they're they're five days a week. At, like, two o'clock... Five episodes a week? Yeah, at, like, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no, I've never yeah. seen it, what you speak of. I've never watched a soap opera in my life. Never. I've auditioned for a bunch, but I've never, I've never seen it. I was like, does Grey's Anatomy count? <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is like the primetime equivalent of a soap opera, but yeah. it isn't a daytime soap. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I genuinely have never watched one, so I don't. Young I and can't. the Restless. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Lightline Full is like nerdy rattled off those soap opera names real fast. It's because they are right I'm, there. I'm reading them. Yes. <laughs> Someone listed them in chat. In, um, the, in the Discord. Sorry, Father Jerusalem, I yeah. cannot answer that question. I, I have no idea. Um, Avendasora says, in this book, several characters you have asked about come back. Bail Dolman, let's go. Again in Osengar. Who do you hope comes back into the story in the next book? Um. We're hoping Maureen comes back. Yeah. Uh, Maureen, I think, will be another book, though. Uh, Loyal, for sure. Loyal. Uh, Loyal's probably the big one. Um, I, I, I feel like we didn't get a lot of Aiel in this book. Like, back with the Aiel... Oh, give me more Amis. We haven't had Ru- uh, Ruark much lately. I want more Ruark. I love Ruark. Um, uh-huh. I feel like we got a bunch of the, like, Sulin in, like, the first six chapters, but that was a month ago for us, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Narishma. Best, worst, and most intriguing Ashman. Um, most intriguing now is Deshiva, because, like, fuck. Yes, yes. So also technically probably the worst Ashman. Uh, so he, he gets two of those. The best is... Um, the healer. The he- healer. Oh, Narishma. Mm. No, you know what? Now, okay, Deshiva's a Forsaken, so let's cut him off the table. Who's the most intriguing without him? Narishma, because he's with an, a dark friend and he doesn't know oh, it. Oh, yes. His, he's bonded his to a dark friend and he doesn't know it. That's dark. fucking cool. Yes. 
Fair enough. I feel bad for Narishma. Yeah. Um, um, best, worst, and most intriguing, Aes Sedai. Supporting cast, exclude the Wonder Girls and the Emerlins. Fair, 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 fair. That's bad. Uh, the best, obviously the worst is Alviaren. I mean, I think Elada is no, she, single-handed. They said excluding the, the um, Emerlins, so I Oh, she is the Emerlins. Nope, yep, you're right, you're right. Uh, uh, best... The- can we do our duo, Pivara and what's her face? Yeah, the the two the two little the two little detectives. They are working hard. The Holmes and Watson of the White Tower. Yes. They're the best. They're, and they're the most intriguing. I want more of their story. I actually find them trying to root out the dark friends of the White Tower to be the best like White Tower story we've had the entire books. Yeah. It is the most interested I've ever been in anything that took place in the White Tower. Oh, outside of the accepted trial stuff. But that was like not in the White Tower, that was in like Fantasyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's fair. As far as White Tower plots, the 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 detective work one is the best the White Tower has ever been to me. It's the most I've ever cared because it's not just spankings and pot scrubbing. It's really cool what's happening there for the first time as it's about to be destroyed. From Sean, that's it. Sean, yeah. Sean and Pavara, that's it. Sean and Pavara are a tier, not quite S tier, but they could get there. A yeah. tier Isodai. Absolutely. I like them both a lot. Even though one of them's a red. I actually like one of the Red Aja. That's weird. Yes, yes. Um, Most intriguing has to be Varen. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god. Arazu Chefboard, thank you for that super chat. Thank Tell you. Tell us what being in the community has done to your expectations for Crossroads of Twilight. Well, they might exceed our expectations because they're pretty low. I am, and not even just being in the community, like I've seen like thumbnails on YouTube that are like, holy shit, Crossroads of Twilight is dog shit. Like I literally saw a thumbnail that was like, wow, I can't believe how bad Wheel of Time got in this book. And so I'm so curious. Because it's not that long, thankfully. Um, yeah, it's like the same. And it's going to, well, actually, it's longer. It's oh, my longer. God. Oh, it's a little bit oh, longer. Oh, it's longer than Winter's Heart. Uh, don't think about it too much. I'm so excited for February, you guys. I am so excited for February. For February, yeah. But we're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. You and me. Yeah. And you and our friend Steve. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Steve. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Steve. Um, I am excited for Knife of Dreams. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, best, worst, and most intriguing ruler slash leader. Um, just exclude Rand as the dragon reborn. And Elaine. Um. You know what I mean? Cause she, like, cause the best is going to be Elaine. I love Elaine. She's our girl. So I let's mean, exclude her. Some people don't. So I think it goes, I think we should say that we actually really like Elaine and her yes. storyline here, but what we'll exclude her for now. Um, it does, does Bashir count? He's not the leader of a nation, but he is the leader of the army of a nation. Mm, no, ruler. Ruler, leader. So your options are... Berlaine, who is the worst. Yeah, she is uh, the worst. Well, no. Okay, let's let's be She's real. A, okay. Tuan and Seraf and like the fucking blood are the okay. the Sanchin, worst. But other than the Sanchin, I would go Berlaine is the worst for pulling Perrin into her bed when he was unconscious, nude. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Um although she's a good ruler of her nation, but like her actions are fucked up. That's uh, what's weird about it. Tenobia? Tenobia, Tenobia is pretty hot and yeah. also is a good leader and everyone loves her. Like I, her country loves her, so like But the interactions that we've had with her and with um with Elaine it makes me think that the other people of the Borderlands think she's a fucking joke. I don't know. I think she likes that. I think Saldea Oh, you think that that's I like think it's a, a ploy. ploy. Mm. I think Saldea is a country that never has never lost a war that we know of. 
I think that Davran Bashir is an incredible general who respects the shit out of Tenobia, right? Interesting, okay, okay. Like, I, I I, don't know. I just, I feel like Saldea is this nation that, like, Tenobia is, like, just a good ruler of. Fair enough. I think Ruark is best for me. Oh, as a clan chief? I yeah. hadn't even thought about that. I like Ruark. I like Ruark, too. Uh, Glenn Peterson, thank you for the super chat. I feel like we killed off a bunch of the rulers of this I, yeah. all dead. I know. Well, They've the, kind of all died. Well, the one girl killed herself, so. Yeah. It's been a it's been a journey. Go ahead, Pearson, um, think about that super chat. Yeah, um, Crosswords of Twilight is definitely an experimental book for RJ. That's gonna be fun. Maybe it'll be interesting because it's experimental. Maybe the maybe. color the color yeah. kind of looks like um, mushed peas. It's like the 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 last color they wanted to pick. Like even the gray looks nicer. Uh, no, the color it looks nice. It's yeah. not that it looks bad. It's just that it does look like mushed peas. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Um. All right, Sonic Sean. <laughs> Says, when you start a new chapter and figure out which plot lines will be covered within it, which ones make you feel elated and which ones make your heart sink? Uh, when I see the dice as the chapter head, I get immediately excited. When I see the dragon, I get excited. Yeah, when I see the Shido cool. spears, I want to throw the book through a window. That's, yeah, best answer to that question. Um, uh, anytime anytime um, it's like the Trolloc head and it's a, and it's a dark one, a uh, 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 forsaken POV... I'm in, man. Usually I'm so cool. in for Forsaken POVs at this point. Yeah. There's some of my favorite chapters that mm-hmm. aren't like the big battles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Calyx, I'm sorry if yeah. I said that wrong, asks, I knew that you two don't have children, but if you did, which of the Emmonsfield five, if any, would you trust to babysit? Mm, Perrin, Perrin. And Egwene. Yeah. Not Egwene now, but like Perrin, Egwene when she was in the Emmonsfield five, when she was in Emmonsfield like, book one, Egwene, feels like she babysat all the time. Yes. She feels like that neighborhood girl that, like, makes all of her, like, spare change babysitting. Yes, yes. But Perrin, first and foremost, is who I would hire yeah. to babysit. And even to this day, Perrin. Like, Perrin, Perrin is just good with kids. I would not let Nynaeve near my children. <laughs> Fabu. Um, for second POV sounds like a porn tag. You're not it wrong. It is. Um, Erizu, thank you. Especially when Grain Dolls in the chapter. Yeah, thank you for that super chat. I think of Crossroads of Twilight as the first third... Tonight for great. 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 Can't wait. That's Can't be... wait to spend the next month being like, nothing is happening. That's going to be fun. Um, But yeah, no, really Perrin and Egwene are the only two. Uh, book one, Rand. I would, and honestly, actually, book one, Matt. I'm thinking of Show Matt. I wouldn't let Show Matt babysit. Well, even Show Matt's good with his sisters, though. Yeah, he's great he with He would his just, sisters. like, steal from my house when I'm, while well, he's babysitting for me. Maybe. But book Matt, book, show one, book Matt. The problem with the problem with now book Matt is that he like lets all of her uh over horse race and I wouldn't want my like book one Matt I would let babysit book nine Matt I don't know like I love him he's a good dude yeah over is gonna be <laughs> but like Matt is Matt is the babysitter that you hear from at like before your dinner is done because your child's in the hospital because he was teaching them how to, like, ride a bike off a ramp or some shit. You know Matt, what I mean? Here's the thing. He you took would, them to the skate park. You would take your kid back from Matt, and your kid would be like, Mommy, like, what does, like, uh, double penetration mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like Matt yes. would just let yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. awful slip out. And 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 you you'd have to be answering some awkward questions from your kids. Matt sure. would have like a photo of his girlfriend in lingerie as the the screen his on his phone. Saver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. If Matt babysits your child, your child will see a boob for the first time. Yes, um, yes, which is fine. But like you know, it's it's uh, 
Not for everybody. <laughs> um. All right. Next question. Babu Moose says Matt would be the babysitter parents hate but children love. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. what I was. Shocking. Shocking. I got a bit of Matt in me. Not as much as I'd like, but. Hushuvler says, uh, with Tank Cleanse, what will happen to the male channelers who have started showing signs of madness? Uh, it depends on how far. Yeah, we've answered that. But it we depends on how that. far along they are. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Um, Hilo says, Hilo. <laughs> Hilo says, how do you feel about the mechanics run used to clean the taint? Two evils canceling each other. I probably missed something that explains this, but I'm not sure why Min doesn't have warder enhancements after the bonding. Does that make sense to you guys? Okay, so two questions. So mm -hmm. the first one about the evils canceling out each other, I actually, that was very clever. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited what that means for Pat and Fane. I wish it had been set up better. Yeah, yeah. I wish that we, I wish that we had like some Rand POV where he like, I, I wish that we had been in Rand's head in the moment that he thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Instead of it being a reveal to us in the chapter. I, it would have been nice to see Rand and Min piece that together. Yes. But I think the mechanic of it is very cool. Yes. Uh, that quiet guy, thank you for that super chat. Forget the haters. I enjoy Crossroads of Twilight. It's not top tier, but not a bad Wheel of Time book. No, but a bad Wheel oh, of Time book. Oh, but a bad Wheel of Time book. It's still a pretty book. damn good book. Yeah. I, I have a feeling. I didn't feel that way about Path of Daggers. So I, I hope that I agree with you after it, but um, I'm, well, I'm yeah. nervous. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. We'll see. Um, but I'm glad that you enjoy it. That, like, that gives me hope. Um, Hilo's other question about Min not having border. Here's the thing. Min isn't Rand's warder. Rand is Min's warder. Yes, and, so and I, Min yeah. doesn't have the one power. It's more of a take on the first sister bonding, which doesn't give you enhancements. Yeah. So I didn't find it weird, no. No, I think that if Rand had bonded Min as a warder, it would. But because the three of them bonded Rand as a warder... It, he gets the enhancements. Does he get quadruple enhancements because he's bonded to four women? Maybe. Is he just like Do they, so they stack? Strong? I don't know. Huh. It'll be interesting. Final question. Oh my God, we did it. Um, Father Jerusalem asked, if a squad of Rockin leave Ebu Dar flying west at 27.7 miles per hour, a band of Aiel leave Kyrian heading southeast at 14.2 miles per hour, a circle of Aes Sedai leave Saladar heading north at 5.7 miles per hour, uh -huh. a cadre of Ashaman leave the Black Tower via Gateway at undefined miles per hour, and a pack of wolves leave Parents Camp heading northwest at 17.3 miles per hour, at which point will they all converge on a Tuathawan camp and enjoy a hearty snack of Totina's triple meat pizza rolls? Um... I don't know. I'm bisexual. I think that, uh, I think they all kind of, they all, they don't all get there at the same time, right? Everyone pulls in when they pull in and then we have a good time. It's just like a two week party as we wait for each one to but arrive. But do they know the song? But do they know the song? That is the question. That's the question of the day. Uh, wow. We did it. That was, that was the best question. Well done. Full book recapped. Let's go. Full book recapped. Um, uh, and Hilton says probably in three books. Pro probably. No, the it, way it, with that many with that many plot lines on Robert Jordan, it probably takes six books for everyone to get together. Yeah, you're being generous. Um, damn, y'all. Wow, that I that was not what I was expecting to leave. Um, that was very the funny. Thank you for that. But uh, we will be live on Monday here on the Nerdy Nightly for some morning shows. So. Yeah, and we'll be live tomorrow um, for New Year's special stuff on Clarice's Twitch channel. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought we weren't doing YouTube. Yes, no, I'm, you're, you're streaming. I'm, I'm gonna be live tomorrow. I don't know what we're gonna do. Come hang out with me on Twitch. It's gonna we're gonna celebrate fun. the New Year every hour on the hour. Um, during her stream. Yes, so come her. join us for multiple New Year celebrations as we yes. celebrate different time zones. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, we'll be having a little bit of, uh, we'll, we're going to pop some uh, 
bubbly uh, to celebrate the YouTube channel hitting 35,000 subscribers. Let's go. And 6 million views. Let's go. Uh, in 2022. So it's been a huge year for us. Uh, so if you want to come hang out and celebrate um, us... Because we're going to celebrate ourselves tomorrow. Yes. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If you want to come celebrate the New Year with us at all, uh, we'll be live in the middle of the day. We're not going to do the countdown at midnight tomorrow night, um, mostly because both of us are very tired. And We've, yes, we will be asleep by like 930. It's been a long <laughs> week filled with a lot of family stuff. So so we're going to take tomorrow evening for ourselves. Um, Ida says, what would happen? Thank you for that super chat. What would happen if Rand now bonded Min? Min would maybe then get superpowers? I don't know. I don't know. Can, no. you, bond, uh, can you bond both ways? I don't know, guys. Honestly, bond the bond us? math of this stuff. The um, bond math. No bond math. I thought of, you said bath. No, the I might have. I'm dyslexic. Uh, the bond math of the wheel of time doesn't make any sense to me. So it may, it could happen or it could not. Fair Who enough. knows? Uh, I'm definitely not a just chatting streamer. I don't know what would give you that impression, Febu. What are you What are you even saying? Uh, smash that like button. Neil <clears throat> just did it, and they said it felt really good. So if you also want to feel good. Smash that like button. Before I read the beginning of the next book, let's do some high-low of The Winter's Heart. It, this is the easiest high in the world to me, but of the entire book, because it's the exact same high as my as last week. Yeah. Yeah. That freaking last chapter, man. Holy heck. And the low is easy. This is the easiest high-low in the world to me. Yeah. The Perrin Shido stuff is the low. Yeah. And chapter 35 is like the fucking, it's is one that- of the best chapters in the entire series. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I'm like, should I get more specific? Like, I don't really... Elaine getting fucked is great. The first sister moment's great. Matt escaping Ebidar's great. Uh-huh. But chapter 35. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, chapter 35's got to be that high. That reaction to Deshiva, I think, is what I said. Like, that's... <laughs> Lord Velos, what do you mean you're going to check out my Twitch? Uh, it's good to see you. Um... It starts off with a low and it ends on a high. That's a good book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This book starts... Well, no, we said the prologue was good, but chapter one, and then we just get better and better and better. So that's that's nice to see. Um, but honorable mention, I think, to the uh, first sister ceremony. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. Yeah, it's not really a classic <clears throat> high-low this week, because I feel like it's it's pretty universal for us. Oh, wait, we I read this. I read this first. Um, oh, at the end of last at week. At the end of last week. So let's Indeed. read chapter one. I read the beginning of the prologue last week. So you're going to read the beginning of chapter one this read week? Read the beginning of chapter one. Let's let's get into... Oh, my God. Come on. You're not surprised. Oh, my God. It's Robert Jordan. Oh, my God. There we go. The prologue is 80 pages long? I can't believe you're that surprised. 80 pages. The prologue. Look at what it... That's the prologue of the book. Methody. Methody, thank you for that super chat. Thank you. Uh, Nerdy, I asked the physicist about the fireworks. He just finished the Dragon Reborn live on YouTube, and he says it's totally possible. Have a great new year. You know what? Thank you, Metheny. Why would you ask a physicist that? Appreciate it. Um, it's not rock. We're not talking about rock science. We're talking about fireworks. You're science. doing the Lord's work. You're great. Fuckers, all of you. <laughs> Fuckers, all of you. Guys, chapter one, dice. Dice. Okay, that's a good sign. Boom. We're starting with Matt. It's a good sign. This is the longest prologue in the series. Crazy. It's a two-hour prologue. Oh my god! How many how many points of view are in it? At least seven. I'm bad. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! This is long. Yeah. No um, surprise. All right. Chapter one. Time to be gone. The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. 
Legend fades into myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth comes again. In one age, called the Third Age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the 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 Rannan Hills. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the the turning of the wheel of time, but it is a beginning. Born among the groves and vineyards that covered much of the rugged hills, the olive trees and evergreen rose, evergreen rose. Uh, the ordered vine. Wow, I'm being. I, my dyslexia is no, like you know what? crushing my brain right now. I can't read. It's fine. It's all good. Sorry, that happens to me sometimes, and I literally just like I can't read. Born among the groves and vineyards that covered much of the rugged hills, the olive trees in evergreen rows, the ordered vines leafless till spring, the cold wind blew west and north across the prosperous farms dotting the land between the hills and the great harbor of Ebudar. The land lay winter fallow still, but men and women were already oiling. Pil- plowshares, and tending harnesses, preparing for the planting to come. They paid little mind to the trains of heavily laden wagons, moving east along the dirt roads, carrying people who wore odd clothes and spoke with odd accents. So far, nothing interesting. Uh, many Riveting. <laughs> many... Robert Jordan, what a riveting beginning to chapter one of your novel. Uh, Sanchez... Do you want to skip to, like, is there, like, do, can we get to, like, a character? There's more wind. There's some ships. Oh, we get a description of ships. Oh okay, Jesus okay, Christ. I found something interesting. Six nights ago, death had walked across the water here, the one power killing men and women, and ships in darkness split by silver lightnings and hurtling balls of fire. Okay, so that was the Alpha and Mirror. Let's go! Okay, okay, okay. All right, that's it. That's all you get. That's all we get. Copyright. Sorry, whatnot, I but. had to find something interesting in that. Uh, uh, can't wait! This, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, guys. Um, happy New Year for those of you who we won't see on Twitch tomorrow. Um, happy New happy Year, New Year, twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty two has been incredible. Book club has been incredible. It's it's been a whole year of like of highs and lows for sure. But this um, is a high. Yes. I, it's hard to call book club a low. No, no, at all. No. Uh, this has been truly one of the most special things uh, to experience a year of with you all. Yeah. And I'm 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 incredibly grateful. It's been so fun. Um, it, it's crazy how much we talk about book club and people are like, you do a book club and we're like, you don't understand. It's the best part of our week. Yeah, yeah. You don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so thank you. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, thank you for a year. Thank you for a half million views and downloads. Like, thank you for that. That's remarkable. Cheers. Um, and uh, I can't believe we're going to finish Wheel of Time. Here's to Jordan Con. Yeah. yeah. I cannot wait to be live with you all in Jordan Con. That yes. is going to be fucking rad. Jordan Con's going to be amazing. We are going to be releasing yeah. some merch in the next few weeks. Yeah. A um, couple things that... If you have a little Christmas money, wanna... we're going to release something for Jordan Con. So, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Let, just let you know now. There's a few things coming down the pipeline, you yeah. know. Um, but, yes, this, yeah, book club has been pretty incredible. So, make sure you like the video. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe to the subscribe channel. To the channel. Join and the Discord. If you watch the three-hour show and you're not already subscribed. I know, I know. I would um, love if someone's like, I just don't like what... I don't like your reaction videos in my subscriber feed. So, I just come on Fridays and I'm deliberately not subscribed to the channel. Uh, maybe. And also some love to our incredible mods. Yes. Um, y'all do amazing work. We appreciate the heck out of you guys. Um, like, truly, we could not do this without you. Um, um so Monkey, you. if you're there, what is the split? So we can tell people what to read for next week. Oh, yes. That is in the vote. That is being voted on in the Discord. So if Fabulous you haven't says, at least Jordan Khan should be better than Game of Thrones Khan. Hopefully. 
It better be. Fingers crossed. Dear God, it better be. Um, that bar Yeah, well. what was the vote on the split, and what are we reacting to? Yeah, we will find that out for y'all, and we will announce it. Um, uh, we'll put it in the we'll put it in the YouTube feed. We'll put it on Instagram. And we'll put it on the Discord, and that'll be all pinned for you guys. Oh, the map. Oh, the map. I'll go get it. Yeah, yeah. Go get the map. Talk to them. Uh, Perry Wolf, thank you for the super chat. This book club wouldn't be the same without you guys. You're both so entertaining and have great character. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have so much fun doing this, and you know, we didn't we didn't want to be a, a book podcast where we just like talk about the things that happen. I think what's fun about it for us, and hopefully for you guys, is that you know we are human beings with takes that are a culmination of how we've gone through life, and and that's kind of how everybody is is going through this. Oh, we do have a breakdown. We do have a breakdown. Okay, thank you. We will pin that for y'all. So read through chapter nine next week. Mm-hmm. But if you see this, it says the Wheel of Time on the back. And then when you flip it over, in the reflection, you're going to see what our setup looks like. <laughs> Look at this map, you guys. Look at how gorgeous it is. Yeah. Look at that. It's so pretty. It's heavy. Like, we it's... haven't hung it yet because we're going to need to figure out, like, a real hanging thing. Well, and it arrived right before we left. But I think it's going to go, like, right here. Well, it depends on how we do the background. I don't know if the shelves are going to stay in the middle. I think it's gonna end up there. Yeah, it's just you can't really see it. Because it can't go it on this wall. Because oh. the wall isn't deep enough, right? Because gotcha. it's an outside wall. Gotcha. But uh, it can sit there for now. Yeah, we gotta figure out how, what we wanna do with the background. Yeah, in this room. it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're very happy that we bought it. Yes. Um. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> That's a long first section. How long is the first section? Where does chapter 10. So it's a good what chapter set. Five. The so Fabu, some of the walls only have like this much drywall. We can't get through the concrete and like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. it's just not enough. Unfortunately. Um we tried putting up some shelves before we went and Nerdy like drilled holes and and then just put holes in the wall that can't be used. It's a two hundred and fifty page first section. She's a hefty what boy. What the fuck are you guys doing to us? Probably because nothing happens and we needed something to talk about for book club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're reading half of the book in the first. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right, all right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Oh, there's an epilogue in this book. Oh. Okie dokie, don't read it. <laughs> 665 pages and we're reading 250 in the first. Week one, weeks two, three, and four. Huh, Interesting. Okay, well, we better start reading uh, ASAP. Yeah. Oh, I can sit my chair and read today. That sounds okay. nice. Yeah. Uh, y'all, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, uh, episode two reaction for Witcher Blood Origin is going to go up. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye out. I think we're doing a chapter four audiobook reaction this week. So uh, if you're a member oh. or if you're a, nar- if you're a NARG here or if you're a patron, uh, the audiobook reactions will go up there. We're not doing the edited versions publicly anymore. Um, but mm-hmm. we might make some shorts. I might make a short out of the last one because there's a funny moment. Oh, I might make yes. a short out of like the Lane for moment and the Deshiva moment. But... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, that's fair. Uh, thanks, y'all. Uh, add a sex scene. Smut Corner. Uh... Oh, uh, so follow us on the internet. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clara's Polaris. Time for Smut Corner. Let's do this. What are we doing? Let's where, go. Where, where, where are you adding some sex? Um, man, it's weird because there was actually sex in this book. So, I know, right? um, you know what? I'm gonna say that like, um, uh, uh, not that's not Mogadian is like watching this battle take place and is being like, you know what? This is my time away from Moradin. 
Um, I don't really want to get involved in this, so I'm going to go find a, a nice farm boy to roll in the hay with. Um, and that's how Sounds she... Sounds like more of a Grendel thing to do, but yeah, but I here's see the thing. It. She's like, she's got her soul locked in a box. You'd think that she roll, needs some source of roll, joy in her life. Roll in the hay. <laughs> roll. Roll. Blue. I do it all day. Blue, thank you so much for five gifted memberships. Thank you, Blue. That's um, very kind of you. Happy New Year. Too generous. You are yes. too... Too generous, but we appreciate you so much. Uh, If I'm adding a sex scene to the book, uh, it's the one that happened, but was just like kind of like skipped over. And it's Elaine and Avienda sharing a bed. Yeah, we only get to see the morning after when they wake up. But like, do you think Avienda has a pregnancy kink? Is that why they only shared a bed after Elaine got pregnant? (laughs) I almost just spit gamer subs all over your face. (laughs) I know. You are lucky I caught myself. I almost just... I should have just done it for the content. Yeah, you should have. Uh... (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys. You're welcome.